and welcome back all of our listeners to Cousins Night Podcast. I am your host Destiny and as Caitlin would so eloquently sing, I got all my people around me. This is a special episode, the last one of 2020, where we all talk about our top 10 albums of the year. Welcome. We're glad to have you and we love you and we hope that you had a great year and that next year will be even better. And on this, we're going to begin our countdown. This is a special episode where it's all about music and all about everybody loved through the entire year. It's been a challenging year. It's been an interesting year. Mm-hmm. And now we shall begin. <laughs> Who are we beginning with? Yes. Yeah, yeah, what are we getting? So, no, what is this? She said it. Oh, I, oh, okay, sorry. I said it was the top 10 albums of the year. we love. All right, so you're on your phone, you're not sorry, paying sorry, attention, sorry. and you're roasting me. Oh, perfect, but perfect. We're going to begin, and we're going to start to my left with Kevin. All right, all right, so starting off, my number 10 is Makaros and Vantage, which is the Sendagi collection, which is a cool tape that they dropped mid-summer, well, during the summer, which is Makaros' first project in like a few years now. He went with the house, the French house artist Vantage, and he dropped the collab project. Really good, really great beats. My favorite is either Jerjer Boys or The Drip. Overall, it's a really solid project. What genre is Macaros? Future Funk. Okay. And I've heard you say Macaros a lot, so. Yeah, so he was my artist of the year. Are like, these people the year. I put on your birthday shout out? Yes. Okay, great. This kind of fun to me yeah. when I put the, the songs on there. Brent liked a song from the from a Macaros project the earlier this so week. anime intro songs. Yeah. Oh, so great. Well. That's all Future Funk remixes a bunch of old 80s songs, which is a genre called City Pop. So they usually remix those and just put them in modern beats. So it's just literally just old Japanese songs. And it's so interesting how like the whole team is like a guy from Mexico, one dude from Russia, one dude from Korea, like they all, and one dude from France. They all just go to Japan and just make all these crazy beats there. This sounds great. Mm-hmm. I knew we'd be hearing Macros 1975 sooner or later. But I know we was going to start right off with it. 1975! But Kai is right. One of the songs I heard he posted on his Instagram sounded all right. One of them. And he's like, hey, bring you give Future Funk a try. And I said, never. Because I heard just... so passionate about a music genre he does not listen to. Just because it's one song, I still know Young Bay and them, and I don't get down with them. That sounds... Okay, you're right. I'm going off. Yes, we're not roasting people's top ten. That's going to be debunked right now. Very nice. What's in your top ten is in your top ten. And y'all better remember it when it comes to me. Oh, God. I will be roasting you. (laughs) But um, I'm going to give you your time. You done, Kevin? Macro? You spoke more than me, but you got it. (laughs) Next case, Brent. Nigga, I ain't even (laughs) All right, that's why I'm trying to give you your time. Right. All right. Anyway. My number joke ten. Clearly, you're offended. <laughs> My number ten is Tiana Taylor. The album. Um, Bitch, I know you motherfucker. <laughs> Tiana Taylor. Yes. And she said she's the main one. Said we ain't not roasting nobody. Oh, all right. Because, <laughs> because Brent roasted my brother, so I had to roast okay. Tiana Taylor. Oh, right. please. What's wrong with her? I'm, I want to know. No, she had an excellent album this year. Sorry, Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody trying to say shit across the table that has not listened to it? I fully, have, and it was long and boring. They haven't, uh, kettle, they, haven't, the they haven't lived with it because she has amazing features from Lauren Hill. Um, 
Missy Elliott, Future, Quavo, Erica Badu, and Junie Lunes. I know. So, um, uh, yeah, great album. She she really surprised me with this. I'm not like a huge Tiana Taylor fan. Oh, and Kelani as well. She had a great song with Kelani. But I put this thing on and I was highly impressed. It's number 10. It could have been even higher, but as Kaylin said, I'm not going to lie, it is long. An hour and 17 minutes. 23 songs. I mean, I, I forgive her because I feel like she's getting her shit off after that seven song bullshit that Kanye put out. But the production on this is great. The song with Missy Elliott and Future is produced by Timberland. And it's one of those straight up, like, you know, banger Timberland beats. Missy is great on it. Um, like I said, I love the song with Lauren Hill. The song with Quavo is really good. Quavo's singing and harmonizing with Tiana. Uh, she's retired. She said she retired this year, so I am sad to hear that because I would like to hear how her build off of this and you know hear more of her music moving forward. But uh, this is everything you want from Tiana. Nasty. Talking about um, titties in your mouth and fingers in her ass and all types of stuff that you want to hear. Yes, from Tiana Taylor, and she does it, and she does it very well, and it's authentic. She, it's authentic, and it really gets you turned, gets you there. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the album is my number ten album of the year. Well, That's funny because I need to hear more hot takes from Destiny. I think you should just put your random um, jokes and opinions in these, uh, and just really shake the table. That's all I, I have. To talk about fingers in the ass for her. Though. I just want to say oh, well. Tiana Taylor is in my top ten bodies every year. So. Oh. You know, Tiana Taylor. Sad to see you go, please keep an online presence. And let me <laughs> let me um, pull it back because I I want to apologize to Brent. I don't want to roast your album, and I don't want to roast um, Kevin's album either. Everybody's opinion should be fair on this. Pledge. What a precious, but, but I also said that I I did enjoy some of the songs of the album. I'm, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say I hated it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that, but it just didn't. It wasn't into the realm of my top. Agreed. And I didn't. Yeah. And I didn't keep going back to it. But I did remember listening to a lot of the songs. And be like, oh, this is nice. I never went mm-hmm. back once. But I continued to get her songs on playlists, and some of them were rocking. But mm-hmm. lots of them, I said, never play this again. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll go next with my um, you know, number 10. But before that, I would like to say, first, rest in peace to Brody Lee, who passed earlier this week, and also rest in peace to MF Doom, who died uh, today of this recording. Well, he died on, on October 31st, Halloween, and we were only made aware of it today. So rest in peace to MF Doom, the greatest villains we've ever seen in the rap industry. Yes, rest so, in peace. My number 10, starting off with the first Griselda project of this year, Lulu by Conway the Machine, with production by The Alchemist. Conway is... Hmm? I'm sorry, I didn't hear the the person. Conway the Machine. Okay, okay. Conway is just one of the best rappers out here right now. Like, even though he shouldn't be higher on my list, Griselda as a whole has a made a mark on this list because they've made a mark on the rap industry. Just straight up, they dominated rap this year. I don't care what anyone says. Even if they aren't, you know, possibly everyone's number one, they should be high up on everyone's list, in my opinion. <laughs> but, like, um, it's a seven-song, you know, little um, EP with um, the first song being 14K Eyes, Fire, The Contract, Fire. Like, I would just say, go out and listen to this project. It is just that good. If you're a fan of pure rap, boom bap, some might say, Conway the Machine is If you're a fan of the JBP, you will get swindled in to listen to Griselda like I did. Fun fact, Kevin is the one who told me about this project because I didn't know it was dropped. Yes, because I'm a big fan of The Alchemist who produces this EP. And what makes me just, like Kyle just said, no matter who can say what, Griselda was the blueprint of this year when it comes to rap music. If you want actual, real, hardcore, like gangster rap, you're looking nowhere other than New York right now. Like um, the past few years, it had, was the South, but for my opinion, New York really ran with these dudes. Maybe, but 
Freddie Gibbs, not from New York. It's from Indiana. But I mean, he, he's, he's fathered That's it. Random. Okay, all right, guys. Spoiler alert. Conway, Conway, Griselda. <laughs> is he the one? No, that West Guy Gun is the one with the, yeah, here I come. It's a really I didn't listen to this album. I didn't listen to Conway. It came out really early, yeah, like, like March or yeah, something. March. Yeah, yeah. I, I fucked up. I ain't here. You should listen to this. I like this way better than the album dropped. At the crest of the pandemic. <laughs> what? This one came oh, out God. March. Okay, well, I'm going to go on to my um, number 10. Full disclosure, y'all. I wrestled well into the night on this with list. Oh. Wrestled with the angel. I wrestled with the devil on this. Um, yeah. This is really hard for me. I must say, 2020 was a terrible year in, in many aspects, but music really hit me this year in a different light. I thought there was a lot of good quality projects that came out, and it was really hard for me to switch around. So if an artist didn't make it to my top 10, just know it doesn't mean that it was a terrible album. It's just I had to pick. It's but yeah. era of the mind and not the heart, right? Yes, Prince. <laughs> yes, Brent. Okay, Love the church year. auntie. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I did make a top t- 20, so that will be uh, featured at the end of the um, pod. But the number 10 artist for me was Chloe and Hallie, Ungodly mm. Hour. Number 10. They, I just must say, the talent really jumped out this album. You could see the maturity in their voice and their writing and their performances. It's just, it can, I've been listening to them since the YouTube cover days. When they first came, like, went viral for cover Beyonce and, like, different songs on YouTube, I was like, who are these, tw-? Uh, I thought they were twins. I was like, who are these twins singing amazingly? But um, just to see their journey from YouTube to now, always being sharp, always being um, on point live, giving always a fucking visual, key. always on key. Mm. I just, the impact of this album has just really um, shook me this year. Very, it is still more on the pop side of R&B, but it really, I like that side. I, I do enjoy pop music as well. So I just think there's some really good standouts in this album. Ungodly Hour, the um, titled, uh, title, track. title track of the album. Um, let's see, Lonely... Uh, do it. The, the lead single off the album, very impactful on the radio. It's TikTok just, friendly as well. Yes, like I don't know. I just really like them, and I feel like this just shows that they can put a project together, make it meaningful, and then they're gonna have a bright future. So I really enjoyed it. That's so, a guy who's not a pop guy. Every time I hear whenever you're playing a Chloe Halley song or performance, or when I see them on TikTok or I scroll through Twitter and I see them. They're always sounding amazing. Like Beyonce must have them, heard them in the sweatshop factory pumping out hits and dance moves. Oh. And I feel bad for these girls. Why are they in the sweatshop on their own recon? Yeah. That's true. They live in the sweatshop. And 90% of these performances that you've been seeing in like photo shoots all year have been at their own house. They had a little tennis court in the backyard and they've been setting up stages and like sets and stuff. Like it's just the t- it's beautiful the way they put things together when being in quarantine like everything is just top-notch quality and it's so good to see an organic rise like i can only see mm-hmm. i've seen one artist ever going from youtube personally yeah and it's really good to see like you actually watch them grind and co-op right. and followers and sound i was like oh they got some potential but to see like parkwood and beyonce really take them to where they need to be it's just it's like really that's nice. awesome to see yeah i'd love yeah. to watch them grind okay i've never been a uh, <laughs> pop girl but i must say they're getting regards from all the pop girls honey mm-hmm. they are also getting regards just from the singers because not only are they pop girls who look cute and have nice shapes right. and know how to grind but they can sing and their Terribly. harmonies are sick yes i've never listened to the album but maybe one day <laughs> and just recently graduated from Ada and shahada 
because oh, yes. yes, Chloe and Haley, they yeah, shot. I didn't shot That's for the real the people who listen to the podcast. Yes, yes, from henceforth and forevermore. <laughs> the music is great, but good lord, when you put lay eyes on these ladies, okay. that's all so you I'm need to know. No, all of them. Yeah, they look amazing. Look amazing. Outfits are always on point. Shapes are always on point. Yes, per. Just, just letting their sexuality flow, but not too much. Not like in a little Kim, you know, right. like going too much, Whoa. but still in a, in a classy. Toxic, toxic. That alert. is a little toxic, but it is. It's tasteful. I, tasteful. That's what I'm trying to fucking yes. say, okay? Because mm-hmm. if you did a little Kim way, I ain't gonna be complaining now, niggas. I'm just okay. <laughs> anyway, what I'm trying to say. I'll send you a recent performance where they did. Chloe did push the the limits a little. Oh, bit. send it over. Yeah, you I know what the DMs are yeah, for me. But anyway, um, yeah. This is sick. Just that, you know, beautiful women, amazing music. I hear them making. It's not maybe my cup of tea, but, uh, you know, as Kaylin said, I'll give them a try and see if it's something that I might like. But very well for your number 10. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> and now, um, as I introduce my top, I will sing a snippet of each uh, song. Oh, no. <laughs> Starting with number 10. <laughs> The rose in the dark. My number ten. <laughs> My number ten album is Cleo Soul. It's um sorry. The artist is Cleo. 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 The artist is Cleo. The artist is Cleo Soul, and the song is titled Rose in the Dark. The album is titled. I mean the album. A rose in the dark. A rose in the dark. That's the album. Now, <clears throat> I just began to fall in love with this album. Um, Ariel would play it around the house. We can and tell. She put, and, she, <laughs> and she put me on the album. And she was like, this girl is singing, singing. All I saw was some mixed girl with some wavy hair. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then as she began to sing, and she began to belt, and she began to whistle sing, and she began to write. Her writing is very good. You can't deny her writing. You can't deny her song structure. You can't deny the melodies. She is a very talented young woman. Well. I believe she's only like 20 years old, right? Well, she's my age. Oh, okay. JK. She's just very good. I mean, like, singing, good singing. Um, so while I might not have lived with this album the way I um, wanted to, it deserves its regards because the singing, the writing, the production, the intention was all there for me. So Cleo can't wait to hear more. And that's on Per. Well, very well. We've made it around the table. Yeah. It's time for number nine, Kevin. All right. So number nine for me is also... Lulu by Conway the Machine. What more can I add on it? Conway really came out. I still have not given From a King to a God a full listen, so that part very possibly have been on this one. That album is that sucks. a song? I, I didn't like that album at all. No, that's okay. his actual album. He's, is that from 2020 as well? Yes. So like every Gazelda member dropped two projects. <laughs> at least two projects. At least. At least. <laughs> at least. <laughs> so Lulu was really good. And also, I want to put out Shoot Sideways by Schoolboy Q, which is really good. And that's a highlight song for yeah, you. Yeah, that's okay. definitely a highlight song. Mm-hmm. It's just overall really great. The Alchemist is one of my favorite producers, so just getting on here listening to this was really great. I was listening to anything he was dropping, even the Boldy James album that I was not really. <laughs> so how did that Schoolboy Q West Coast go with the Conway? It, it, it was it's just song. the beat carries it, mm-hmm. and he just 
Our Alchemist does a really good job of doing the older style of Sonic Beats, and it's really done well. Okay. All right, next one. Kevin, I mean, Brent. All right. Um, you know, I don't know if I mentioned you guys. This is our favorite podcast of the year. I just wanted to bring that up real quick. The cousins, we really get riled up. We get excited to do this. We, we, yes, it's all angry. We get riled up. We get excited to do this pod every year. Yoke, back me up. It's your favorite pod as well, right? I love it. Yes, so thank you. But number nine for me. Wait, I have an idea. What? Could we do like a half year in review, maybe next year, or maybe like to see like what's on our radar? Not necessarily ranking, but just like on our that. radar. Spoiling okay. though, spoiling. But like, it could change. Dude, yeah, it could change. Half of the year. I, I could change. I feel like if we do a I'm radar, like what's hot for the, for the first half of the year, mm-hmm. we could kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Just yeah. the albums I like this year so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some late entries on here, so that could or work. Or we do like big disappointments and like highs and lows of. The There's first definitely half. Some stuff. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. My number nine is Kilo. I don't even know if that's how you fucking say it. They're an Australian group, a man and a woman, who make electronic music, but it's K-L-L-O. So Kilo, Kalo, K-L-L-O, however you want to take it. The album's called Maybe We Could. Um, they put out a great album this year. I've been listening to this, uh, I don't know if you want to call them a band, for quite some time. Uh, the woman sings and the gentleman makes the beats, and I'm sure the lady works with the production and the beats as well. Like Crystal Castle, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, but uh, yeah, just this is their debut album. They put out projects before, but they're really calling this their debut. You know, so really great songs on here. Downfall is a um, highlight for me. Um, Nylon, not like them. You know, she just has a really soft, feathery type voice. Think of like the XX, that's what they call it. Yeah, that literally that type of voice. But you can, yeah. But you pair that with electronica beats, and they have like kind of um, bedroom hip hop beats. And with the lady singing over top of it, and it meshes really well. So I know this is one that the folks at the table maybe haven't listened to, but I've played it around y'all before. For y'all to hear it, I'm sure you might not remember. But if you're interested, KLLO, check them out. KLLO? Yes. Okay. Uh, the album is... Oh, I remember these people. Yeah, the album is called Maybe We Could. Okay. It's my number nine of the year. If you like electronica, soft stuff, you'll like this. All right, okay. Number nine for me, Kai. Brent Fiaz, Fuck the World. Whoa. I did... I'm not the hugest fan of, you know, vibey R&B where it's all about the how you feel. But Brit Fire has made me glad to be light-skinned and it made me want to be toxic. Because this is the most <laughs> negative vile man you could ever listen to, but he sings it in such a nice voice. I think, like, you know, songs like Clouded, Been Away, um, what's it called, Rehab in Paris. Like, this entire project is just straight banger after banger after banger. Agreed. I just think he just fucking put his foot in this project and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, I would be surprised if it's not everyone's list. Anytime Kyle listens to R&B, you know that something is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Stars aligned. <laughs> Shout out to Brent. And Thank our you. Brent, too. Thank you, Kyle. The most God toxic Brent of all. You're the second <laughs> toxic. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I didn't give it as many plays as I thought I would, but I enjoyed that project a lot this year. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. It was very nice, Kai, to see that's on your list and you listen to the R&B. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, my next one, number nine, is... Let's pull it up. Um, Giveon, Take Time. Um, it is his project that was Grammy-nominated from the past year. Um, There's really not much to say about it other than... 
beautiful composition, beautiful vocals, beautiful writing. We listened to Give Me On, or we found Give Me On um, during the Snow Allegra tour, um, 2019, and we he didn't really have a project out, so we kind of like listened to a bunch of his singles, and we're like, oh, this guy has potential or whatever, but when he dropped this project, I was thoroughly and highly impressed. Um, yeah, so uh, Vanish, the last song on the album, is one of my favorite songs of the year. Um, he's just, the tone, the quality of his voice, the writing, um, it's just giving, it's giving talent for me. And um, you can tell that he took his time on this. Um, and I very much so love it. He, this, is a, this is a project you can just put on and just like dance around your kitchen and just be like chill. Like it just gives you the vibes. And this is very much so uh, replayable for me. I just keep playing it. Um, it's a good bike album, like biking. Like it's just, it's just a good vibe. I really enjoyed it. That's Amen. Ariel. That's great. Oh, uh, one last thing. He oh. did release a second EP this year, um, which I very much so liked as well. But it was this previous album. Um, I guess this is technically an album, which is only like nine songs. Is it nine songs? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, this one, or eight songs, I'm sorry. This one was superior, in my opinion. The second EP has like Snow Allegra feature and things like that. Those are like four songs. So yeah, I, I'm hopefully he gets more back to this. Um, vibe of his projects um, as opposed to the EP but yeah I really enjoyed it this is one that Kayla and Ariel told me to listen to earlier in the year I remember mm-hmm. I gave it a listen it didn't we sound were bad to him so go ahead and let everyone know yeah it, it didn't sound bad when I gave it a listen but I didn't come back to it mm-hmm. I want you guys to know when I give you my top 10 list you're getting some quality shit here because yep. I <laughs> listen no to over 25 albums this year that I liked and could have potentially been on this mm-hmm. list. But I just listened to so much stuff, I couldn't really get to it and listen to it like I want to. So this is another one on my list. That's, that's exactly how I feel, Brent. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I yeah, listened gonna... to so many projects, and, like, that were good, too. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I wanted them to be my top ten. Yeah. But, they but did y'all live with them and breathe with yes. them and you make them your own? Yes, they all. I am in a different realm with them. They all had their periods of the year yes. while I was lift. I was, you know, in entangled. And then you have to like, you have to like, debate on if the album, some albums are giving the recency effect. You know what I mean? A recency mm-hmm. bias where you're like, I was to this like the past couple weeks and this is ten, but Great like. This album in January was hitting really hard too. Yeah. But like I just forgot about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm with you on that that's, one. Mario. That's the hard part about this. Yeah, I gotta go back and give this a listen though. Okay, so my number nine album of the year is If You Feel Like I Feel. Xavier Omar. His album is entitled If You Feel. Um, when I first listened to it when it came out, I did not listen to it all the way through and I didn't. I was just like, oh, this is rocking and never came back to it. But then Ariel began to play it in the house because, you know, Ariel will play an album out, honey, okay? For the best and the worst. It's like, no, for the best. And it made me want to revisit it on my own recon. And I revisited it on my own recon. And again, this nigga, Xavier Omar, don't miss. I mean, he's very smart. And very meticulous how he makes his albums. This one had some interludes, interludes in it that was not corny. Like a lot of interludes are kind of corny. This was not corny. Um, the title track, "If You Feel with Mariba," is a very beautiful track. 
Um, they're just doing some really hard singing, y'all. And it's giving R&B vibes from the 90s for me, towards the end of the album. Um, the beginning, not so much, but I really like this album. I wish I had more time with it. And because, again, with the intention and the um, thoughtfulness and singing quality, you're getting on my list for me. Well, very well. I just want to put some my input on this i love this project so much this is a great project as well um i didn't get it i i didn't get to, to sit with it as long as i wanted to but i believe like toward the end of the album it's giving like one of the songs is called bonnie very but like because it has two r's and two e's in it so it's kind of like bonnie very but like you know different there's some of these songs that are sounding past r&b the genre so I would very much so highly recommend to Brent. I feel like a lot of these songs at the end are very much so like a little more freeform, a little more experimental, and I was very much so enjoying that as well. This brother was on my top ten list last year, very high with mm-hmm. his project he put out last year with Sango, and I just I just didn't get a chance to listen to this. Yeah, there's another one. I listened to maybe three or four songs of it, and of course it's pure good R and B quality, but I didn't get back to it. Yeah, so. one of those ones you gotta revisit. Very high quality project. That's all I gotta say on it. Shout out to Xavier Omar. All right. Well, very well. We are at number eight. Kevin, take yes. it away. All right. And starting off from my number eight is Good Tiger with Raised in a Doomsday Cult. Good Tiger is probably one of my favorite newer metal bands that have come out in recent years. They are insane. I got to see them in 2016 with Dance Gavin Dance, and they blew me away. If you guys know the older, called earlier metalcore band Sky East Airplane, same singer, new band, really good. And they dropped every song as a single since quarantine started. I guess that's the hype of the album when it came out in August. And all of them hit. From Ghost Vomit to Whatever Happened to Man's Best Friend to Redshift, Young Speak, and... These are all um, uh, uh, song titles. Yep. Ghost Vomit is a great song Redshift is a great song yeah, title. Yeah, those are cool titles. Overall, great shit. vocals, good guitars. And what I like about them is that they can do the... Instead of everything has to be screaming and hard growls, and they can do that when they want to. And then they let the singer just sing, and he has a great voice. Mm-hmm. Overall, really solid project. Who is this again? Good Tiger. <laughs> Good I just want right. to say Good Tiger is the best band I think I've ever seen live. What oh, my word? Oh, like, wow. I had no idea who they live were. Live or just in general? Live. Oh, like, wow. Um, when we went to that Dance Game and Dance show, I just thought, like, you know, I just see Dance Game and Dance. Not only did we see them, we saw another incredible band called Hail the Sun, but Good Tiger just stayed, they performed better than Dance Game and Dance that night. They were just amazing live. Wow. And that album is so good. I didn't want to put it, yeah. Okay. I didn't want to put it on my top albums list because I want to keep this more rap related because we're a rap podcast. But um, this would have been on there, for sure. This album's amazing to me. So... That's it. They totally could have been on your list, Kai. But that's yeah. besides the point. Singing like Kill Switch Engage, nigga, will you still sing? Somewhat, or different? but not the same type it's of like voice. Like Howard's voice was too powerful. Did y'all voices. ever see The Blood Live? No. Was that before your time? Before we were like, I want to say... Yeah, the Blood like Live. Fifth grade. We were like in fifth grade when The Blood was like, you know, still a thing. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were young. It's a good you know, when show. You know, it took him, it's a good enjoy show. It still. Mm-hmm. Listen to them on Tony Hawk. Totally. <laughs> but yes, that's my number eight. Really great band. Check them out. Cool. All right. Well, my number eight, we're getting into a big old huge name here Drake, Dark Lane Demo. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a little demo. A lot of people are saying, oh, Drake took the year off. Uh, no, motherfuckers, actually, he didn't. <laughs> and this is another album that kind of came out right before the. 
COVID-19, before the pandemic happened. And of course, everything pre-pandemic is just kind of like, can be easily forgotten. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. a whole lot. before COVID. Right. Because yeah. a whole lot of shit happened <laughs> once COVID hit. A whole lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And even just before that, you know, going back to like Kobe and, excuse me, and, that, and now that stuff that went down. But anyway, not to be grim, but I really enjoyed this album. Uh, this little mixtape, whatever you want to call it. This was just Drake. Just being Drake, you know, mixing up nice, clever hip hop raps. I mean, good. I don't know, hip hop raps. I sound like a, a, a white executive. Or something. Bummer, so yeah. yeah, a white executive. <laughs> I didn't say. I mean, say hip hop raps. for the Grammys or something. <laughs> Drake with his clever raps, mixing with you know the singing, the melodic, the um, like bedroom hip hop beats, you know. And I like the electronica. Um, Drake always have like a touch of electronic in there, and I think that's Forty who does that, who hits that up, and I appreciate that from him so much. But Deep Pockets, I know y'all remember yes. playing playing Uno, and I have to come in Deep Pockets on a nigga, I can't find my phone, and here we rolling. That was a good time. Yeah, but um, and then Tusi Slide, you know, people might feel have their feelings about this song, but. I still fucking love this song. One of my most favorite singles of the year. Did you say you went there at your wedding? Yeah, maybe. I don't remember if I said that. I don't care if he like forced a dance out of this that maybe didn't take off. I'm just talking about the song, man. The beat is so smooth, it's so cool. Drake is just back, you know, cool, just, just like black leather one number three and just going off, you know, man. Like, oh man, it's so fucking good. And then two Third baby, I'm freaking proud of me. Fur. Y'all know that's oh. the um, note, but. Yeah, yeah, probably not. But then, <laughs> oh, and then the beat comes in on that. It's just like, I can't do it, but it's just so good. Oh, not you too with Chris Brown. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my god! Listeners, I hope you heard it. Because what that what that what that malfunction was just now was me trying to figure out how to do the beat and how to sing it right, but I can't fucking do it right. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Chris Brown singing the ad libs on this song is just great. These two these two together on the song is great. So then you got Desires. She got Desires. I know, I know, I know. With Drake. I mean, with Future. Yes. I'm sorry, Kaylin. It's just so many good ones. Losses on this thing. Do y'all remember Losses? Yes. Yeah. Fucking sure. Drake goes off. And then From Florida with Love. Love that song. Riding this from Florida with Love. It's a nigga, great nigga it's just goes off. No, no. I have a high take. It's better than Scorpion. Calm down. Calm down. No, no, no. Whoa. I have a high take. But it's still very what is good. your high take? This was a very forgettable project. Ooh. I knew you There are songs on here I like, but like, 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 Bruce the Desires, Deep Pockets, but like, Besides that, I did not go back to this project you that much at all. You just wasn't wow. in the mind to listen to Drake then. Because yeah. this was better than Scorpion. Kaylin, you I, said that, and that's not true. It is true. I, just say, I did not listen to this a lot at all. But I had my Drake, This I had this album Awakening about like a month ago. Or maybe maybe a couple weeks ago. And I was like, hey, it's my song on here that I like. Yeah. I did like it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I got. All right. Fucking love it. All right. Well, for my number eight. Um, I'm going to say Pray for Paris by Westside Gun. 
Another Gazetta member. I think this is of the four albums he dropped this year. The first one was the best one because the consistency went lower and lower than he finally bounced oh, back. Oh, no. Like, I fucking love West Side Gun, but like, I don't think he can top this album. This album was perfect. Uh, well, perfect for his style. Like, with such of the features with Joey Badass, um, Tyler the Creator, mm-hmm. um, you know, Wale had a great verse on here. Mm-hmm. Freddie Gibbs had a good verse. He mm-hmm. got a good verse out of Boldy James somehow. And then, you know... Um, out of who, James? Boldy James. Oh, okay. Yeah, another mm-hmm. one of the rappers. Oh, niggas love him. I don't like him at all. Okay, all right. <laughs> Um, also, the Griselda, the full Griselda track, Allah Sent Me, um, Versace, mm. which was made by the... Y'all remember Jay Versace from TikTok, from Vine? Yeah. Yes. He produced the beat on that, and that beat is super hard. What side yeah. gunned it? Yeah, no, Versace. Yeah, Versace. Yeah, Versace. Yeah, Versace. Oh. He's producing for D.I.D. now, and stuff now, too. He's really um, coming up. But, like, um, highlights for me were Allah Sent Me, French Toast, 327, Sean vs. Flair, and Party with Pop Smoke. I think this is this album's not for everyone. No one wants the AL all the time, but like, if you like me, Ghostface I can Killer, get it. You like, you'll like it. So definitely, I love this album. All right, all right, really good project. Killed it. Of the best, like you said, he peaked through this one, and then when Who Let the Sunshine came out, that was the worst album I think I've heard. Who Let the Sunshine, <laughs> put in the air. Um. I don't know that reference, but... I don't know, it's Anderson Pat, y'all singing. No, that's or so he went from like rapping hard yeah, to just singing. And singing his heart out. Um, okay, so my number... We're at number eight, right? Yes. Okay, my number eight is Chris Anderson. Smile why you can't. Is yours the same one? It got kicked off. Uh, <laughs> you, yours got kicked off your top ten? Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, uh, niggas is revamping their list. <laughs> As we speak. It's purely on there. Wait a minute. We on number eight? Yeah. Look, Ariel. It's literally my number eight, too. Oh, wow. But it got kicked up. Not your number eight getting kicked up. All right. All right Sorry. So, um, <laughs> my number eight is Chris Anderson's My Why You Can. This is my, this is very monumentous for me. This is my first jazz album in my top ten that I've ever reviewed, okay? Chris Anderson is better known as Mac Ayer's drummer. Um, Another R&B artist, uh, R&B soul artist that I like from last year. He hadn't dropped a project this year, but he's a drummer, producer. He plays other instruments as well on the album. Um, It's giving Master Curator vibes for me. Um, he brings kind of together. Lo-fi a little bit. Oh yeah, definitely lo-fi. He brings all his talented friends in here and just puts together beautiful songs back to back. Yeah. This gives me throwbacks to like a really good time in the quarantine when we were just like living day by day, working from home. <laughs> so that's like I just put, I put Chris Anderson yes, on yo, and so just accurate. yes, and just vibe out all day and just like. He just sets a mood with his projects, like with his songs. And I just really enjoyed him. He was the definitely like one of the top standouts of the year, like breakthrough artists for me, if you will, this year. Um, I'm very proud of him. I know he has um, previous projects as well, but this one really felt like it was more like it's grown up. Like I'm ready to be in this conversations of um, great musicians and stuff. Um, so yeah, I really support him and I love this project. And yes, before I did some revamping of my list, he too was number eight for me and uh, giving fraud. But <laughs> the only thing I will say is this: Chris Anderson was the 
peak of quarantine for me. Like like Ariel said, shut down kind of vibes. So I kind of lost touch with this album. But it was the type of album that you can put on and listen all the way through and be like, I still want to hear more of this guy. So let me go back to an old project. Like literally, I started listening to his old projects because I enjoyed this one so much. So Ariel again, she might be like, Ariel might be the A&R for me. She might be my A&R because she be putting me on lots of songs. Turn this up. I love this yeah, song. Yeah, I mean, I have to give her her flowers. She's like, you want to listen to, um, no, she plays it. And I'm like, who is this? And she's like, Chris Anderson. He's Mac Ayers' drummer. And she put me on Mac Ayers and I enjoyed Mac Ayers. So, Chris Anderson, you done well. So, great job. So, yeah. is Chris Anderson singing on this or just Not. playing the drums and other niggas are singing? Yes. Other, other niggas. niggas are singing and other niggas is rapping as well. Think okay. Free Nationals. Yes, exactly. Mm. Okay. So, I'm going to come in with my new number eight. And it is, I don't have a song for this one. But um, it's Deontay Hitchcock, Better. That is number eight for me. Kevin put me on Deontay Hitchcock at the beginning of the year. And I went in a deep dive. Y'all know me. I like rapping. I like, okay, I'm not going to say rapping, rapping. Because I see niggas already fucking furring their brows. Oh, my God. I like niggas who can rap something in my and eye. also <laughs> provide a vibe. She likes J. Cole and J. Cole lights. He has good beats. He has a cool voice. He's from Atlanta. has a cool voice. And he be, like, actually telling stories and rapping. So I have to give it to Deontay Hitchcock. He, um, some standout songs for me were the Miguel song, um, the song with Black. The J.I.D. song was one of the um, singles that wasn't really my favorite, but I think it was a well put together project. I even liked when he released the deluxe that had features from like Roe James on it. So I think Deontay Hitchcock is up next. He was on the BET Hip Hop Awards Cypher where he also did very well. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Number eight. My question is, can he distinguish himself enough from J. Cole in the sounding? I would say yes, because while they both have accents, mm-hmm. um, Deontay has a more ATL accent. He sounds more like J.I.D. when he's talking like his rapping ATL His voice, bo- but he does. Like, the one, I can't remember the song, the, the first few songs, that I remember, I remember, you could... Uh, I remember you could, everything. I'm not paying attention, you could I could have sworn that was J. Cole. Yeah, yeah, but like, once you listen to him, he does have his own sound. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to listen to this, and I and couldn't And I get... never even associated with J. Cole with him until y'all said it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't get on board with this. I tried to listen. I wanted to like the brother, especially when I realized he sounds like J. Cole, because I do like J. Cole. But uh, I didn't connect. Kyle, what'd you feel? Um, I never listened to this project fully, but like, um, songs I've heard with Kevin are cool. Just like nothing that inspired me to go listen to it. Okay. All right. All right. And also, I just agree. It's a really good project. Thank Solid. You. Thank you. All right. Also, love that JD feature. Really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like from the songs I've listened to on the side when Caitlyn is playing with it, I don't really like that. I don't think I like it that much. Mm-hmm. But I do like some of the singles she's played for me, like with the videos attached to it. I don't know which what songs they are, but I did enjoy those. But for certain parts of the album, I'm just like, I don't really like. That. I don't think I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just my take. Okay. He, he had a good, um, not feature. He had a good verse on the sophomore, the sophomore freshman list. Oh my Ooh. fucking goodness! Freshman, sophomore, freshman list. No, freshman, double XL freshman list. Thank you, Kayla. Okay. He had a good verse on that. He was the only one who did well on that whole like 
hit the whole thing he was on, that whole video he was on. What do you I call? I think him? he was on the freshman class. list. To be class. Was he on the freshman list? I don't remember. Him I think he was just on the BT Hip Hop Awards that oh, I mentioned. Fuck. Well, maybe. Oh, maybe let you get away with you. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe he was just he on. He that. was not. On All right. Well, list? we're spending too BET. much time on number eight, Cypher. which is also Cypher. an infinity symbol turned sideways. We've gone from rock to blowing a load for Drizzy to what? blowing an entire album off of our list. So we're gonna move on. To God's number, number seven, my Kevin, number. take it away. That's my number, sis. <laughs> no. I have a necklace with seven on it, beat you. Um, I was born before you beat you. Go ahead, Kevin. Okay, before I start, I do want to say, Chris Anderson was on my list for a long time. Whoa! I just had to say, because I was, I was double-checking my list. I was like, yeah, so yeah I, I couldn't like slide him in over something else. I understand, I understand. Let the Bullshit Go with the, with the Breeze is one of my favorite tracks, like, period. Way to ruin my transition. I'm still... I'm, I'm, I'm the transition, I felt really passionate to say that, and I should have said it when love, I was like, no, I, I messed up the case. I can't believe that me and you really had them both at number eight. Yeah, that's right. crazy. Right. But number seven for me is Summer House by Coda the Friend. Coda the yes, Friend Jesus. is back giving you some more woke and understanding bars. He's talking about fatherhood, trying to get wealth, and trying to obtain money. Very intelligent. Great songs off of here is Mikasa, BQE with Boss and Joy Badass. Um, Volvo, which is probably my favorite song off the album. Let's see. Morocco with Toby Lou. Really good verse. To- when Toby Lou raps serious, he can just be really good. And then he actually got a really good verse out of Kyle. Who I've kind of soured on these past few years, like oh, past man. year or two, and he really got Kyle kind of rapping back in his, his old way, and he's been on a rise. He's had a great. He also dropped another project early this year, Photo. So he's just really been killing it. I think he's great. Per. I'm a bit sad. I'm a bit disappointed. Kevin told me to listen to Coda, and I did. I think I listened to Photo, mm. and I liked it. I liked it. The, the brother is talented. He can rap, and I like the beats he select. And so I wish I listened to this one because he's talking about this more intelligent rap, talking about fatherhood and stuff. Yeah, he's like, like him yeah. investing himself and stuff like that. It's that's really good. that's right up my alley, especially nowadays. So I gotta put that on my fucking list too. And listeners, that's what this list is all about. If you don't fucking know, have your notepad out, have your phone out, be taking notes of these albums we list. If something is up your alley that you like, rap with a message, conscientious rap. Put Coda Friend down and go check this project out. But yeah, I, I wish I'd, I w- I'm gonna go back and check this one out, Kevin, because he can rap. I will say I, I don't dislike Coda the Friend, but like I feel like he has great production. He has great features whenever he's on a song. However, when it comes to his projects, his own ones just kind of sounds a little sleepy. Like he's the one he's of the very rappers. Monotone. Yeah, incredibly monotone. Sleepy Cole. I mean, you said it, not me. But <laughs> he, he he reminds me of that because like he doesn't have any enthusiasm. It's just at the time, it's just on a wave, on a sand. I I I like it, but I don't know if I could ever like listen to it like all the time. Like he's a good rapper, but like just enjoy your music a little bit. <laughs> That's just how I feel. Nice case. Right. Well, fuck, it's me. We on number seven. All right. J Electronica, a written testimony, is my number seven album. Of the year, J Electronica with his debut album. Um, he had Jay Z featuring with him on multiple, multiple songs. Um, many highlights for me: The Blinding Light featuring Travis Scott. J Electronica goes off on this song. Um, Brent, quick question for you: 
if Dr. Umar Johnson was sitting in this room mm-hmm. listening to you review this album, mm-hmm. would he approve? The oh, real yeah. question is, is a white woman above him? Oh my what? god. Because Kevin Sigmar Johnson, come on, go with the meme, guys. Okay, alright, alright. You cannot bring your white wife. <laughs> I don't know, no spoilers. But anyway, um, uh, that means yes. One of my favorite songs. <laughs> um, you can't bring your white folk singer. Fruits oh of the, my god, what is going on? Fruits of the Spirit, another great song. But one of my favorite songs of the year, I must say. A P I D T A. I praise you to Allah. That's what that means. Yes. My word. This nigga ain't I got man. numbers in my phone that I'll never that call again. Because Allah don't call them home. Jay Z. Just be, yes. This is one of the deepest lines. One of the deepest lines I ever heard. One of the deepest lines Jay Z ever said, in my opinion. And then, not just the hook, not just Jay Z saying he got texts on his phone that will never ping again because a lot of them called him home. Jay Electronica comes in with an amazing verse, rapping about his grandmother who passed, and rapping about he wondered if trees be sad when they see a leaf fall. Just deep, introspective hip hop bars. Off their bars, on top of bars. Off their bars. Bars off their bars. Let me not forget Flux Capacitator. Jay Z going off. It's a very controversial song. Some people don't like the drums. Some people don't like the beats. But Jay Z goes off, in my opinion. Um, Okay, I feel you, Kevin. It's a great song. Now, could it have been higher on the list for me? Yes, it very well could have been. But um, you know, just some stuff going on. Jay Elect. I still think Jay-Z outrapped them on this project as a whole, even though there are some songs where Elect came through and outrapped Jay. But um, still, you know, you want to hear more from Elect on what's supposed to be your debut album, as opposed to having features from, you know, the greatest, one of the greatest rappers, maybe the greatest rapper ever, being Jay-Z. But uh, looking beyond that, it's a great full project. You know, the Ghost of Soldier Slim, the production is great. Jay Elect, you did your thing on this. Very nice um, debut album, and it's my number seven of the year. I have nothing bad to say about this. I just wish it was higher. So I'm very anticipating to hear the rest of your list. I thought this would at least be top five. Oh, wow. All right. Very good project. Won't say too much on it, but overall, really enjoyed it. Love it. Same. I mean, when it came out, I think we were still in real life. It wasn't COVID, right? Yeah, we January. Were. And um, mm-hmm. I just remember like everybody was just talking about it in the group chat, and I was uh, um, into it as well. I just never came back to it. However, I can respect that it was a great album from what I heard. One of my favorite moments about this album, I'm sorry, y'all, before I get to my number. I was in the live stream when it was supposed to drop, so I mean, I'm like, let's go, let's get the album. He goes, it's not on streaming services? Where is it? Where is the album? <laughs> I, tried to get, I was like, wait, it's not on Spotify. Check title. Yo, check title. <laughs> yeah. Is it on title? We were all, everyone's panicking. Everyone was like, where the fuck is the album? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the chat was roasting him so hard. <laughs> because if you guys don't know, Jay Tronica notoriously withheld his debut album for 10 years. And he was one of the biggest artists of 2009. And waited on yeah, literally a decade to drop this project. So and that wasn't even supposed to be the project. And it was a, been a joke for the longest time fans. And we made it two years ago on this podcast. But now I was like, yeah, you'd be like, Jay Electronica never dropped music before. Kevin, thank you so much for mentioning that. Because um, that's another reason why it's at where it is listed. Some of the songs sound a little dated as well. 
you can tell some of the songs were maybe 10 years old, you know, and it's really to the detriment of the um, project as a, in a whole, you know, where some of it sounds so super new, like the All Praises due to the, that song, and then some of the other songs, Shiny Suit Man, sounds a little bit older, you know, so, but um, Sorry, it's, still, it's number seven, it's a very good project. All right, I will ask for me. Sin Mierdo de Amor y es Otros Demonios. This nigga cast his spells. <laughs> by Kelly Uchis. I'm dead. Is is my number seven. Who is it? Kelly Uchis. Oh. Let me just say, <laughs> never once did I ever think I would genuinely listen to her, but I haven't listened to her um, album beforehand. I can't think of the name of it right now. It's like The Port of the Storm, I believe. I was anticipating going to this album. And what I thought was going to be, you know, a bunch of fun, you know, rap, you know, hip-hop, like, light songs, R&B-ish. But I actually had her really singing, singing on this album. Like, really vibey, really nice, relaxing sounds. Like, she can really sing, sing, and not just make, like, you know, just fun party music at the time. So, okay. Like, I think she really came through with this album, even though the, most of the album is in Spanish. I didn't understand the words she said, but I felt what she was trying to give, and I really enjoyed this. And if she's listening, Kali Uchis, I love you, please. <laughs> Yeah, she's a good one to simple. Not I love you, please. I'm so mad I didn't listen to this yet, like full the way through. Like Mm -hmm. I've only listened to some of the singles, and I really liked the the singles, but I I need to give this this time as well. It's it's really good. I would recommend it. Dang. Okay, moving on. Where are we at? Number seven. Yep. Okay, number seven. Division. I'm using her feelings. Okay, so this. Why don't they be high after you? Oh yeah. Um, definitely a different direction from what they're used to for this album. They don't get me wrong; they still got some pure R and B in here, pure '90s R and B influence. But they're taking it more into a dance hall, reggae tone type of influence. Not reggae tone. I'm sorry. Reggae Jamaican dance hall um influence into this album as well. Let me bring up the tracks. Very much so impressed with a lot of these. Um, let's see. The the three-part uh, song. The uh, three... <laughs> the three-track um, things. What is it called? A three-track... EP. EP. No. Like a progression. Three-track progression. Oh. From Outlandish, Keep It Going, to Flawless, featuring Summer Walker. One of my favorite parts of the album. I put this album on, Dance in the Kitchen, Getting Ready, Purr. Like, it's just a fun project. I don't know how to describe it, but it was one of my favorite projects that I replayed over and over again. I love Daniel's voice. 1985 is a producer. If you don't know, Division is a two-part group. Singers Daniel Daly and the producer is 1985. Um... Yeah, very much so enjoyed it. It just makes me, it puts me in the vibe of like being in Toronto in the summertime, just having a drink outside and just being fun. It's oddly specific. <laughs> well, they're from Toronto, so I feel like they take me to there, you know, where you get the Jamaican influence and stuff like that. So I very much so enjoyed it a lot. Are they me on too. OVO? They are. Okay. I believe. They're also in the sweatshop. The me. only song that was terrible the was the one featuring Jesse Reyes. See, mm-hmm. I that song grew on me. I don't Is that courtside or not? Yeah, courtside. Unless you're courtside. I hate Jesse Reyes' voice. Yeah. To this day, I do not like Jesse Reyes' voice, but I still fuck with the song. So, and the Summer Walker song is a really good highlight for me. Um, Flawless, Do It Well, Part 3. Love it. Flawless. You oh, boss, bitch. Hey. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yes. Uh, 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 uh. I love it. Yeah, I, I think it, it was a great much. album. Um, just didn't really come back to it. I I be forgetting about Division a lot, y'all. I don't know what it is about me. I don't dislike Division. They're one of my I R&B just keep staples for me. Not coming back to it, but I like the album. Next case. My number seven is. Sex me, wait, uh, never mind. You don't I don't have to say it. Say the song, it's on your seventh album. Um, but it's again. <laughs> wait, let me think. Um, all right. You should have been like Destiny and had two. No, this album. This album didn't really have a lot of. Besides his like three pack um, EP, but every fucking song I've heard Masego be um, featured on this year, he killed. So shout out to that king. He's a musical genius, and I'm willing to stand flat foot and say that. All right. Well, very well. We've made it from God's number to the devil's. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, take it away. So number six is anonymous before the night is over. Really, I feel like a lot of people slept on this, mainly because, like, at least our circle, because it came out so early in the year. Mm. I really feel like, oh, this is going to lay back on my list, like, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, same and with Road Dreams. Sitting there like, <laughs> holy shit, I forgot this album came out this year. <laughs> maybe because he's been so consistent these past three years dropping the project. But really good, five-song EP, mainly just saying how all these songs are not skippable. I'm so sorry. I just feel like you got to have more than five songs, though, man. Like I like this is on my honorable mentions. Spoiler alert! But like, I just feel like this is way too short for me to throw this up there. This is interesting. He's above Conway and Macross and. I love this EP. Yeah. Shut up. Bring it back to the 
If I come at his folk he singers, is. he'll be hurt. But what's it called? Yes, I think it's really great project, solid overall. Long night, but I feel like I can only go by stuff that I'm really been listening to. And like I get, I get what you mean by five song, but I feel like if it was like a three song EP, I couldn't put it on here. Like that's why I, I didn't put Joey. Yeah, that, that's the same. I had, it can't be even a little short in like twenty yeah. minutes. So, I wrestle, you know what that's I mean? a lot of things I wrestle with, like short EPs. Yeah. But I'm on here, I'm like, I can't do it. I that throwing Green Bag was three for three for hits. So. Yeah, but I feel like you got at least five songs. That's like I wanted to send it to y'all, be like just to make sure I was okay, but. I think five songs is no, enough. That spirit. was just my, yeah. my it long night. If two-song, two-pack, and you fuck with it that much, I would support you. Thank you. See, Cowboy Kitsch, you be more like Uriel. But no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Be In Love is probably my, one of my favorite songs for there. Hysteria and Riot. Overall, just really solid. Anon's just rapping his ass off again. He's doing a lot of singing, too, which is really good. Like, you wouldn't be surprised if he had the type of voice for it. But he, what he does with the songs, he can do, he does pretty well. Again, he's been getting more and more positions on tracks and on video games, so I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with him next. Also, shout out to him for shitting on The Last of Us 2. That too. I guess. No, he didn't. He yeah. liked it. I know. I, was, I forgot. That's what I was just trying to throw. Yeah, he, 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 he liked it more than anyone else on, on there. Okay. All right, yeah, I like, I like this project. It's not on my list, but... Because um, I'm with Kai, I felt like it was too short to you know make this type of list, but, uh, you know... Shout out to Anons. It was a good project. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my fucking turn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We are at number six. Yeah. Yes. Number six is Ian Isaiah Auntie. Ian Isaiah sings with Blood Orange uh, in Blood Orange's group. And um, so he came out with his own album this year. It's called Auntie. And it's just amazing. I need to um, hear it. Yeah. It's just how to explain this thing. It's Nineteen like two more songs than Fortnite. Over. <laughs> Sorry. Well, so is Lulu. Yeah. yeah you look that quick. I know, right? It's, 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 it's still two more songs. I'm so thirsty for my little song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's still it's still um like think of eighties, nineteen eighties R and B is what this fucking thing is. Mm. And uh, to name some highlights. I don't know that. Like in John. Like, yeah, what's that? me either. There's something in the air. I was like, Can't Brown call it by name. These butterflies so wild. Okay. I'm going insane. I'm What's this flies. truth about this loving? I'm about to lose my shit. I ain't looking for forever. I'm just trying to see us win. Sure. I can't call okay. It it's giving me like um Jerry Curl vibes. Yeah. Sweaty videos. Yes. I was instantly okay. going to Smokey Robinson when you said that. Okay. okay. Uh, yes. And, and then think of um, Lionel Richie. Um, mm. What's What's that song he did that unless we love some I aren't love so much. Um, is oh man. I don't remember. Oh fuck. I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. Well, as I talk about this album real quick, um, can't call it. it. Was a song I called Pure 1980s R&B. Princess Pouty is amazing. Nuts. Is um, nigga, you the shit is what that acronym is, and it's just pure jazz, Marvin Gaye type shit. Cool. First love, beautiful with saxophones. Uh, Loose truth is kind of sounds like a um, a um, Christian song, but um, yeah, you know, Ian, you went off on this one. Every it's good. He does it right, and it's authentic, and it sounds real. He he did it so well. It sounds real, like I said. Like it's really, you know, Lionel Richie. Or um, I can feel it in the air. No, that that's not. Oh, 
I know what Rhythm of the Night. Feel the rhythm of the night. It has that vibe to it. And it's so real and it's so authentic. Yeah. And I didn't know how much I would like that, but hearing it is just really great. I'd be singing so hard to this album. Nice. And That's so, what I like to hear. Yeah, and so, you know, it's so fun. Ian, you did a great job. Um, the, the, the band, he, he worked with Onyx Collective is their name. They went off with the music and everything. And yeah, it's my number seven album of the year. Number six, you mean. Number six. six. Thank you, my bad. My number six. I chose The Balancing Act by Static Selector. Mm-hmm. For those who do not know, Static Selector is my favorite producer of all time. I think he's just fucking incredible. Every beat he does is just the hip-hop that I want to hear. And let me tell you, this album was the hip-hop I wanted to hear. With the, when you start an album with someone like Black Thought, then you go straight into Nas and Joy Badass. Then you go straight into Conway the Machine. That's three for that's three for three right there. And then having I don't I'm not a Davies fan. We've talked about it in the podcast. I think he's a doof. But yeah, having Davies rap. with a Method Man on there, getting a great verse out of Jack Harlow, Joy Badass. Like this entire album is purely like the playlist I always wanted to make. Like in every beat, it's hard. It's just true real rap, and I think everyone should listen to this project. This should have been on my list, but it's just I felt it was too recent. I didn't have enough time to listen to it overall. Woo! Play around, like I said, with Conway, 2 Chain, Killer Mike. Great. I like the set. I like the time with Jack Harlow. Don't mm-hmm. like Jack Harlow like that, but I really like that verse. Uh, America's Cancel with Jada Kiss, Styles P, mm-hmm. and Terminology. He should also blew me on my yeah, Terminology's on my um, album mentions. I had a really good album. Then Welcome to the Game. Like, he had so he had like a who's who of like... Who's a real rapper on called like in my opinion yes. on his list? Also, spoiler alert: "Walking by" by Nas and Joey Badass is my song of the year. I can't stop listening to that. That sample they have on it is just too hard. Mm-hmm. Like I love it so much. Yeah, really, really solid. Why the fuck have I ha- haven't I listened to this? I'm looking at this track listing right mm-hmm. now. Kai has told me about it and Kevin, oh, but right. I was just you haven't listened to it yet. On your next review list. Yeah, and he's on Appeal. That's Nas's record label, and you know Nas is on here. I need to hear this shit. I, I just. Um, added it to my catalog. Black Thought, like, these are all niggas that I need to hear. Mm. Mm. Okay, Kai, yeah. All right. So, I just realized my number six artist is very fitting for the devil's number. Marilyn Manson. I'm speaking to my wine glasses like it's the mic. Okay, so, my six mm. artist is King Cruel, Man Alive. Mm. <laughs> um. Is that a JoJo stand or something? It just sounds like a Jojo stand. Man, I can't cruel. Oh, no. That sounds like a stand. I'm dead. But yeah, this album, I was not ready for it when it was released. It was released in February, late February the 21st. And it was before um, quarantine and stuff like that. And like, I listened to it and I was like, okay, beautiful gowns. Like, it, it gave me like a little bit more darker than his normal projects, but like a little bit more like all over the place. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns, like, have you ever heard that expression? Oh, sorry. Beautiful gowns is just like, it sounds nice, but like, okay, that's it. Moving like, on. Ah! Yeah. Oh, okay. But okay. when quarantine hit, this was the depression album I needed <laughs> to get me through. Very dark, very, um, this is a post-punk, like, um, uh, I don't even know how to describe, alternative artist uh, for listeners who don't know. Um, and very atmospheric, like dark, shallow vibes, but also just like a little bit more of like, he kind of ends the album on a more of a positive note, but it starts real deep. Stoned again. I listened to this recently. Um, and it's been very (laughs) impactful into my life. It's very deep. 
very drags you down to the pits and brings you up again. Love this album so much. Um, I need to keep listening. When I made my list, I like since it was beginning of the year, I came back to it and I was like, oh, I gotta listen to this more. And I started going back to his other projects as well. This this reminds me of like taking walks in quarantine. I would take long walks and like long bike rides in the beginning. I guess bike was in the beginning, but like long walks around the neighborhood, and I would just put this on, going through the woods and stuff. Very vibey, very like introspective. Love the album. That's me. Amazing. I want to listen to it again. I tried it, but I wasn't in the right mind state. I didn't. You didn't listen to the. You can listen to Man Alive. You okay. Listen to the ooze. It was going too fast. I needed some slow and depressing stuff. You probably stuff. would hate Man Alive, to be honest. But the mm-hmm. ooze, I think, would be your album. Okay. That's the second. That's the one you like. Third. That's the one you just mentioned. No, the ooze uh, is the one that you would like. This is not not from. I think I want the depressing one, the melancholy okay, one. Okay, well, great. Because the first one was starting but, off too but fast. It, but it's very grungy. It's very like. Um, into the <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going mm-hmm. to keep the devil's number going on, and I might oh. even ruffle some feathers because oh, you've been ruffling them all this long. My next person is not really loved among many. Um, Pop smoke. Tory Lanez. Oh. Okay. Oh, you had me for a minute. Oh. Oh. Shot open. I was gonna cancel you right here. It's like, no, fuck Tory Lanez. Okay. My number, what number are we on? Number six. Number six. (laughs) Fucking hella, that's what I really need me a Scotty Beam. Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo. What? Number six. (laughs) (laughs) He's on it. He's on it. Thank you. Um, Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo, another great project. Look at me, look at me. Um, I don't know so any more off the top of my head right now, but uh, <laughs> great project. Take a look at me, bitch. That song is rocking. That beat, the chorus, very rocking. I enjoy Freddie Gibbs' voice. I enjoy Freddie Gibbs' flow. He wasn't only talking about selling cocaine on this one. He was talking about some other things. And I really like this project. Short, sweet, and to the point. I enjoyed that part about it as well. And look at me. Very good. This is the second time The Alchemist is going to be featured on the list, huh? Mm-hmm. This first was Lulu and then now this, so... The Alchemist is having, having a hell of a run this year. That's all I've yes. And Freddie Gibbs, you're doing well. I mean, from the first one, um, Bandana, to this one that I've heard, both of them great back-to-back. I mean, I say I like rapidity rap. I say I like good lyrics and good melodies, and that's what he gave me. Good lyrics and good melodies. That's what, you, that's what you're going to get to make me rock off. This nigga's time is now. He got a Grammy nod off of this album and everything. So very well. I was yeah. Well, uh, speaking of that, it was just interesting. Like Grammy nominated artists at not even top five yet. Very yes. interesting. Sure. But I get you. Really good project. Killed it overall. And like I said before on the podcast, academics made a joke, kind of clown him, saying he's at the end of his rope. He's in the twilight of his career. Probably arguably his best project and got Grammy nom for. Mm-hmm. That's why academics got fired. <laughs> 
Somebody getting fired. And also, Freddie Gibbs told academics he was going to squeeze his titty. I mean, what kind of uh, <laughs> other real nigga would say that? <laughs> All right. Well, we made it past the devil's number. We're at number five. We're back top in. Five, top five, top five, top five. Top five, top five. Indeed. Oh, on one hand. Also, top congrats five. if that's Ooh. also your body count. Kevin, take it away. <laughs> All right. Number... Wait, wait, wait. I got something to play. Play. <laughs> oh, Stop by. Uh, it's giving JBP. It's giving JBP. All right, y'all. It's a bit cringe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five is Blue in Exile with Miles. Ooh. Ooh. This nigga been talking about this project this all year. This album has been, it's been in my circulations, but I just feel like there's a couple of songs that are stronger. Really good project. We talked about it last week. Blue and Exile is an artist that me and Kai really enjoyed years ago, thanks to Spotify, putting us on. And he came back, it feels like, out of nowhere. Because I was not checking for him, I was not they looking. They have not worked with each other since, like, 2012. Yeah, that explains it. And we were wondering, like, like whatever happened to that? Because we used to know that one really good album, and that was it. He came back with arguably one of the best, like, best pure rap albums, I would say. He kills it. Bars, puns, lyrics, just great. Especially because this whole thing is kind of in tribute to Miles Davis, the jazz musician, which is really cool. And he had a lot of interludes. Sure, shout out to Miles Davis. Yes. He had a lot of interviews with his, interludes, I'm sorry, with interviews with him. Mm-hmm. Say that five times fast. That's so. very interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just really interesting him talk about that. So I just wanted to put my favorite tracks were When, when the Gods Meet, uh, Miles Davis, Blue As I Can, and Troubled Water. Just overall, just really solid. Great production. Just really good. I yes. can't speak on it now. All right. Yeah, I tried to listen to that album. It's very long and, and a lot of rapping. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it didn't really cut you on with me. But the, the 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 two gentlemen are talented. Blue and Exile. So I'm gonna say Blue and Ivy, but that's not right. <laughs> See, but, um, very talented. So anyway, my number five. <laughs> Who we're in the top five, y'all? Big shit. All right. Um. Kick Eye by Arca is my number five album. Um, you know, you guys know how I feel about Arca at this table. She's one of the most amazing producers in the world, producing work from Kalela, FKA Twigs, Bjork, Kanye West, and other niggas who escape my mind right now. But anyway, um, yeah, her work is 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 unmatched and it's amazing. And so for this thing to just be number five is a big deal. But anyway, it um, when it first came out, I wasn't feeling it. Because her album before this, the self-titled Arca, was so moody, was so sad and depressing. And just her singing, her voice, amazing. And really slow type of electronica stuff. And that's what I was looking for. But, you know... Arca's, you know, totally always transforming, doesn't make the same shit over and over, so this one's a lot more upbeat, up-tempo, and I, you know, wasn't really feeling it at first, but then later as the year progressed, it hit my ears right, and I love this fucking album, starting with non-binary, I do what I want to do when I want to do it, because bitch, I got the bags to prove it, she's kind of rapping and she's going off, Oh my word! and then Time Goes Off, that's the song I put on Kaylin's playlist, and she said she was kind of feeling it, so I'm very happy with I that. I was feeling it. Yep. And Mech, and this is in Spanish, so please forgive me, my Spanish-speaking no, listeners. Trust me, you forgive mine. <laughs> Mequette Trefe 
Mequetrefe. Are you sure that's in Spanish? That sounds French. Yeah. Mequetrefe. Well, maybe. But that could be really ridiculous. But anyway, um, oh. wow, she goes off on this song. The beat's amazing. And she's like kind of screaming. I don't want to try to do it. Don't, don't, don't do it. Okay, yeah, she'd be screaming and be going off, and the beat is rocking, y'all. I just can only tell you. And she has the only verse from Bjork in the whole 2020. Bjork didn't make no music, didn't feature on nothing, but she got the um, feature from Bjork. She got the drug. It's called Afterwards. Yes, she's the plug, and it's just amazing. Kalor is beautiful as well. She has a great song with Sophie. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Sophie has a good song, but a great song with Riz, Riz, Rosalia. And it's really fun. Kelo Cake is what it's called. Kilo Just Kilo dancing, Kilo. yes. Having fun with it. That's Dominican. Really? That okay. means like, it's what's Spanish, up, right? but it means what's up, like in Dominican. Really? Well, with Dominican people, sorry, not in Dominican. Well, I just learned something. Kelo Cake. It's like this. Kelo Cake. That's how she be saying it. And then we got Machote, and then No Cuedo Nada. Just amazing. Wow, Arca, what a great album. Number My number five this year. I, I implore everyone at this table to listen to it. Well, Kevin and Kyle won't like it. But I implore everybody else at this <laughs> table to okay. listen to this album. It's, it's phenomenal. All right, let me put that on my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kettle Curse, so not to me, Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number five for me, No Pressure by Logic. I think Logic was going to go down bad after dropping Confessions of a Dark Mind in the supermarket. I was really surprised that he was going to give us one more album, and this album was it. This album got us, me, Kevin, and Brent, a win in Call of Duty, which I got all the kills. All eight kills were done by me and me alone. Mm-hmm. And um, Logic just came back in top form with this album. He got his mind straight, got out of his depression, and just truly delivered on this project. Like Getting the examples clear for Sofu 2, which is probably like one of my favorite beats to come out all year. Um, Open Mike Aquarius 3 was also fire. <clears throat> Man I Is, which he produced himself, was incredible. Like, aside from honestly, like, one song on this album, I can honestly say this album was damn near, like, top two. It is already my top five for that reason alone. I think Logic just showed that he is an incredible rapper and, you know, should be respected, in my opinion. Yeah. What a great send-off. Really great. Great songs on it. He I it. just realized it was Logic when I looked up. Yeah! yeah, really solid. Brent, what do you have to say? <laughs> So I'm finding a clip of Prince saying he liked the album. I have nothing, nothing, nothing to say this time. Okay, very well. I'm sorry, that was hilarious to me. Okay. Well, I'm too tipsy, but that was really funny. Okay. Am I going to mine? Yeah, yeah. It's all you. Okay. Number five. Man, I stand my top five. I'm, I must say this year. Okay. My number five. Victoria Monet, Jaguar. Very proud of this woman this year. Pen game goes crazy. Period. She be writing for all your pop faves, okay? Name some. Do it, Chloe and Halle. Ariana. <gasps> she, wrote she wrote Do It. Do it. She's, she is nominated for a Grammy for Do It. For oh, writing that Victoria, song. all the regards. All the fucking regalia. Let's do it. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she had a very beautiful breakout year. She's always been writing for Ariana in the past. She's been writing for her for a really long time, but she, you know, put out her own project this year, which is Jaguar. I believe it's an eight song. Um, someone says it's an extended EP. I don't know what that means, but, um, I guess it's just a little bit shorter than a real album, but 
tell me, y'all, I have replayed this shit all fucking year. Um, Moment, Dive, Jaguar, Experience, featuring Khalid, Khalid Khalid, and SJ Lewis, Lewis, Ass Like That, Go There With You, Touch Me. Every song on this project, including the interludes, are very beautiful and very well done. She's giving you 70s, um, disco era. It's just giving, the whole release of this, the whole, um, whatever it's called, um, rollout, was very well done. The visuals during quarantine, again, just impressed me so much. I love her voice. I love the way that she um, presents herself. She talks about sex a lot, this album, but it's in a under undercover way. It's not just like truly in your face. Oh, that's fine as well, but it's just clever the way she brings in sexual themes into this album, and it's just really bringing you authentic 70s disco era. And um, yeah, I loved it. I don't know about authentic 70s disco era. Are you serious? I don't I'm hoping so. that experience can get you to change. I guess Touch maybe that's me. the It's giving, a lot of the songs are, some of the songs are disco. Not every song are disco. But a lot of the faster paced songs are um, disco inspired. But yeah. Second that, great album. Very Didn't talented. go back to it, but I played ass like that so many fucking times, it wasn't even funny. And Ariel played Moment so many motherfucking mm-hmm. times, it wasn't even funny. Yeah. So nothing bad to say about this project, nothing bad to say about Victoria. She served. Looks and sounds. This is another one that I listened to for a period of the year. As Kaylin said, I didn't go back to it. But during the time I listened to it, I enjoyed it very much so. Um... Yeah, she looks great, sounds great, very sexual, but it's done in a in a way that I enjoy, mm-hmm. and um, you know the music's very well. Uh, it's a fun album. I forget what I got. I bought something this year, and I was putting it together, listening to this album. I'll never forget it. And I was like, yeah, this is really good. Yeah, this is giving me the vibes that I need to put this fucking shelf or whatever the hell it was together. <laughs> so you know, Victoria, very well. It's very nice, Yoke. I'm I know it would be on your list, but very nice. Number and she's currently pregnant right now with the nigga from the moment video. So whoa, and he's fine as all. He's get fine out. as hell. <laughs> all right, <laughs> numero. What are we on? Five. Yep. Five. Yeah. Um, all right. Follow me on this, guys. Number five for me is Terrell Grice, an invitation to the cookout. Now, Terrell is a YouTuber who went popular for doing song association on his YouTube channel. He released a collaborative album where he wrote a lot of the songs, was involved in the production, and he had multiple people who came on the album to um, sing it, sing the songs. One popular name was Layla Hathaway that you might recognize. Um, Candace Boyd from The Four. Um, who else was on there? Saeed from American Idol. Jaden Gray from American Idol. Not a lot of people who we know, but a lot of people in the L.A. music scene were on this album. Um, first of all, it was a surprise album that he literally just was like, hey, y'all, uh, I've been gone for a while. But here's an album. And I must say, I enjoyed a lot of the songs on this album. Would you like to interject? This ain't, I'm a young black man doing all that I can. Is that him? No, it's not him. Oh, okay. Uh, I was getting nervous. 
No. Show. Um, okay. Again, a collaborative okay. album that he kind of put together himself. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when I said he got the best singers in the fucking millennial LA realm to sing these songs, he did. Mm-hmm. And he did great. Um, it kind of, it's like invitation to the cookout. So it's supposed to be like songs you can play at the cookout. There's a lot of like um, remixes on there, like Rock With You remix. Um, what's that song by uh, Avery Wilson sings it? I can't think about it. It's like by like Blackstreet or something like that. Come, can I talk? Come and talk to me. Mm-hmm. I have to look it up. Anyway, Before I let you go. Oh, no. no. Um. Yeah. Anywho, so he just got a lot of great singers on there to sing his songs, and he did really good writing. I was very surprised, and I went back to it a lot. I mean, it was all up and down. My um, can we talk is a song that I did. Avery Wilson, y'all know who he is. Yes. Okay, he redid can we talk on there. And then it also transitions. Can we talk? Yes. Okay. He also transitions to some um, some gospel songs that I like on it. But really, again, it's just supposed to be an album that you play at the cookout, and it's really good. And he gave a chance to a lot of new singers to be on record. And I was playing it multiple times, so I highly suggest that if you like singing, singing R and B, to listen to that project. I think I told y'all too about it. Ariel has heard some of the songs. I don't know if you want to come in on it. Okay. Yeah, I have not listened to this project on my own recon, but I've heard in and out. Um, I'm not sure if it's my type of vibe, but I just want to say that I'm very much so proud of Terrell, and Terrell deserves his flowers. I'm sure it was a very scary thing for him to put together his whole project by himself and step into the whole producer bag and stuff like that and, like, He's really brought some people into the spotlight mm-hmm. from his YouTube channel alone. And I think he's doing really well for his community and saying the things that he wants to do. And he's passionate about his music, you can tell. Um, so I think he's doing a really good job. I don't know if I would listen to it, but I think he's doing good. You don't know if you would even listen to it? <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of it is giving, <laughs> a lot of it is giving like... Glee vibes, like <laughs> so I me. disagree. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know if okay. I would listen to it personally. Um, but, um, I think he's doing really good okay. for the community. So this, does this sound like studio album shit or like demo tapes? Oh, it's definitely a studio it's album. It's studio album, Okay, yeah. okay. I think you should mm-hmm. listen to it. Just give mm-hmm. it a chance if you're bored. It's right. good. I mean, I'm, I am, yeah, I like people who can sing, 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 and that's what they were doing. Some of them were fun and cool a, like for instance, one of the lady from the four, she was a rapper, she won the four, she's on it. I don't think she need to be yeah. on it. That's what I'm saying. I feel like some people can sing on this, but I like some of the songs I've heard were a little cool and Yeah. So I don't know if I would listen to the whole project. Okay. Number four. All Sorry. Right. Uh, uh, all right. I had a whole big transition. Oh, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. No. Then do it. I was going to be like, okay, everyone, it's time to retract your those opposable thumbs. <laughs> We're getting into the real the real meat and potatoes. I love the my The last video. four fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Take it away, Kevin. Number four, Alfredo by Gangsta Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> Number four. Oh, I thought you were about to say that. I was like, is another Alfredo? Who's yeah. Gangsta Gibbs? Freddie Gibbs with Alf- number four for Alfredo. I know Kai, you're looking down, looking down at me. Kai, he better be your um, number one. Yeah, yeah I can't really judge wow. mental vibes. What a great, great project. I'm a bit, I, Kai really put me on with him a bandana, and I really gave him a shot. Definitely put this on. Okay, let's give it a shot. Alchemist <laughs> produced this. Woo. Begin with 1985. Just the entire project now, even with it. Scotty Bean, which is another great intro, because it kind of guitar biker style intro with it. 
which is really good. Then you look at something, something to rap about, which is arguably one of the best songs off of the album, which that actually kind of went the Grammy alone. Mm-hmm. Lord, let me sell this brick so I can get something rapping about. Lord, let me fuck this bitch so I have something to rap about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's just giving you real gangster rap, real rap overall. Just great beats, great selections. Freddie did it. He did it. He did the damn thing. All right, very nice. That's number four. Um, I already spoke about that album earlier, so I'm going to keep on moving to my number four. Um, this is an artist that I was introduced to late in the year. This album came out, I think, like maybe April or something of 2020, but I just started listening to it, I don't know, like um, uh, in December. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it rocked my world tremendously, and her name is Kia Forever Your Girl. Kia spelled K-E-I-Y-A-A. Um, this lady is giving you fresh R&B, Neil Soul forward. You know, she writes her own songs, produces her own songs, does her own beats. Her talent is just through the roof, you know, and she's so creative. Her voice is great. Literally, you know, you're hearing um, influences from Jill Scott and Erica Badu, and um, she's taking all these influences and you know adding her own spice to it. Solange as well. Solange, you know. Um, Neo Soul talking. So what's it called? Poetry. So, um, so, uh, I just said it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's taking all these influences, right? And she's running with it. You know, with with new, fresh, kind of different beats for the genre. Um, man, it just from beginning to end, no song, no song is skippable. Um, rectify, you know, it's just a beautiful song. You rectify me, that ain't how it go, but it, it's escaping me right now how it goes. But uh, it's, it's just a beautiful song. The beat is amazing on it. She has an ode to every nigga is a star. You know that? So you heard that album? Yeah. And you listen to this girl. No, 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 but every nigga oh, is a okay. star. Yeah, yeah, and she All just... I know is every nigga How do you spell this girl's name again? K-E-I-Y-A-A. And she just goes off. I said before in the last part, I think when we spoke about her, is, um, you know, she's kind of a heavyset woman, and I really believe, because the you know, music industry is still so fucked, yeah. if she was a slimmer, you know, woman looking like Summer Walker shape or somebody... Fake boobs. Well, I'm not going to do that to her. But, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah. With that type of shape. Then I think she'd be getting more publicity and getting more blown up and more in the forefront. But she's not. You know. And, you know. But I still think she's a great looking lady. And I love her music. You know. And then, I get weary on the regular. It's just beautiful. Pure R&B. Neo soul. But new. Fresh sounding. If you like that type of shit, this is the album for you. Um, no features. It's just all her. And she's just going off. So if she can start like this, this is her debut album. The, the sky really is the limit for her. I don't know how big, how amazing her sound can go from here if she keeps building on it. Because this album really shook me to the core. It took me by surprise. And um, big shout-outs to her. Beautiful album. I have nothing bad to say about it. Let me listen to this tomorrow. I'm going to listen, listen, listen to it too, Brent. You remind yeah, so, her, okay? And, and she has a song on here. Yeah. Real, um, it, It's called... Niggas, niggas poem one and two, and she's like, "Real niggas never die," and just going off. That sounded terrible. We're just saying a it's poem a album, to black niggas. It's sixteen it's songs. That's pretty long. But it's only forty-five <laughs> minutes. Oh, so, yeah, there's two minute that songs on there. 
Yeah, there, there's short, right? There's short songs on there, and he has little interludes on there, like Solange this does. Is, mm. Oh, you know, black empowerment, beautiful, you guys. Mm. So listen to this shit. If I can't implore you anymore, just listen to this thing. And she's been getting regalia, not just from me, but from the pitchforks of the world and from these other music people. There, she's all over their list as well for top albums of the year. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, for me, I had to go with. King's Disease by Nas. I want to say Hit Boy produced the shit out of this. <laughs> yes. I'll, I have a few good reasons why it's for. One, the Big Sean Little Wayne song. Fucking horrible performances from both features on that. Whoa. Genuinely terrible. Like, I thought, like, it was a great song until you heard those two niggas. And also, the fucking, um... Oh, Fabio Foreign song was fucking awful too. You said Lil know. Wayne? Yeah. You're thinking about Benny the Butcher. Lil Wayne is not on this album. I'm pretty sure. I thought. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I'm so. Benny the Butcher had a song with Lil Wayne and. Okay. Big Sean. There was a, okay. So yeah, Wayne's not on the, the Nas album. I take this back. It was the little. It was the Big Sean Don Tolliver, which was still a little bit corny. So it's not as bad, but it was still pretty bad. But most importantly, that Fabio Foreign and Ace first song was trash. That was one of the worst songs, I think, on this album and should not have been on this album in the first place. But besides that, Nas had an incredible album. It was just, besides like, that song and the corny Don Tolliver, song, I, I never want to hear Don Tolliver again in my life. So besides those two songs, I thought this album was really good. Nas shows that, like, even after Nasir was, wasn't so well received than the seventh song one, it just kind of shows that Nas can come back anytime he wants. Amen. I kind of disagree because I feel the Don Tolliver song. I think Don did a good job on the hook. I hate his voice so much. Nobody else. I liked it. And then Big Sean, you know, did the best he could. And um, <laughs> I think he said one line that I really like. I even bought your father clothes and your daughter clothes. And <laughs> I know that's a silly little line, but, you know, I thought it was okay. One of the better... Features from him. I think Sean was too tight during that performance. Whoa. And, and the Flavio Florin song Flavio. grew on me. I didn't <laughs> like it at first. Ah! Flavio! Florin. Florin. But anyway, it grew on me. It grew on me as I went. It grew on me as I went on. The Doom. No, I can't think of the beat. But anyway, I like that song now. I just want to hear Nas and a Brooklyn drill beat song. Okay. Know. Okay. Another lover, the sick. Well, is it the single off this yeah, album? Yes, single. 
beautiful. Most recently collabed with Moses Sumney on this on this song as well that we just talked about on the last project. <laughs> Every song on this album is so beautiful. And there's some fast songs that are a little more like, you know, like pumping the, the bass, like electronic or whatever, but my favorite ones are, the, you know, like the more chill, like laid back, like once you just hear the, the drums and like the guitar and piano or whatever they're putting on the songs and her voice comes in, they just know how to set a fucking vibe. And I'm very much so pleased with this project. If they're back in my good graces, like just one, on a hundred, amazing, no complaints. That's really awesome. I like to second this. Another album Ariel has put me on. I must say, before this year, I really wasn't in electronic bag. But now I'm getting in an electronic bag, thanks to Ariel and Kai. Psych. Psych. Brent. <laughs> thanks to Ariel and Brent exposing me. So if there's any time that y'all want to curate me a playlist with your fave electronica songs on it. I already did that. If you want to do it again. Okay. If you want to do it again... Please share I want to do me. one. Do it. I'll hit you with those. I will listen to it. I will listen to it. And is there any more cookies left? Because <laughs> I didn't want one chocolate. Okay. All right. I will listen to it. And I must say, Little Dragon was great. Before you go, this is another one that I would have loved to have gotten on my list. Hey, Rick. That's it. That's on your list. This album is great. Um, this is beautiful. The song that they did with Moses yes. Sumney, Another Lover, is this beautiful. Yo, how did that go again? I heard it, but I forgot. Can't understand oh, I don't understand why I'm going. I understand why i understand what it's Beautiful fucking song. So very, very nice, Yoko. I'm so glad. She's great. Yeah, She's she, really good. For me. She goes off. No, yeah. no bad things to say about them. Um, yeah, me either. I'm so glad to see they're in your top four. Wonderful album. All right, next case. My number four album. I'm outside in the AMG. Right outside. TT. Two turf, baby girl. You know me. Who am I? Okay. <laughs> um, Drake, Dark Lane demo tapes. Wait a minute. Dark Lane demo tapes. I got it. Okay. You always confuse it with Dark Knight. Yes. I was going to say Dark Knight demo. Um, that is a song. But anyway, great fucking album. Enjoyed it better than Scorpion. Playable from start to end. The beginning, yes. the beginning is kind of boring a little bit. I ain't going to lie. There I'll are agree. some slow ones, but Brent, like Brent's song, um, what's your song again? Two no, no, no. Oh, your other Chris one Brown that you always me. rap. Um, oh. Um, something about your pockets. Yeah, something about fitting pockets money. Pockets rolling. Yeah. Deep pockets on a nigga. I, I can't, can't find, find my, my phone in. Very rolling. witty lyrics. Wrote this with a Cartier pen. Do I sound different? Right. Just rapping, rapping. Great beats on um D4L. D4L, son of man, shit was heading it. Was heading yeah. Okay. Um, that nigga said. Um, he said something about Turk. I see you back in Turks. Remember that took. Remember who took you there first, and don't you forget it. That nigga said I took you to Turks first. Hey, toxic. He bought her car and told his friend to go get it. Okay, when she started acting up. And do y'all know for months until Kaylin told me I thought he was saying church. I see you back in church. Remember how took you. 
Yeah. 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 And don't you forget it. But y'all, time flies. The beat on that one. All my niggas round me, right in a dime. Also, to the end, what's the one with Flavio Foreign? Flavio Foreign. Bobby Foreign. Um, like Danny. It was a. It's a um drill song. Viral. Yes. Yes. Um, bitch, I'm a demon in the night. That shit be rocking. This is an album that you can put to like and just. Dance around, be in your bag, talk your shit, and feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. So for that, I will say, number four, you shall be. Very well. Very well. Okay. All right. Well, this is heavy. Yes. We're in the top three. We've made it to the Trinity. Yeah. We're back in God's good graces. Uh, I've never left. Take I it never away. Leave. Start off with God's plan first. Yes. Uh-oh. No pressure. Logic. Hey. Woo! Top three, top three, top three. Mm-hmm. Demon time face over this there. This is hilarious. Yeah. This is a great plot. I love it. I like Cosless. <laughs> All right, go. Hey, don't. Hey, man. Don't, cousins, don't flip flop. Remember that. All right. Now, no, no pressure. Logic's final album killed it. He had two, in my opinion, stinkers with Confessions. Well, Confessions was not the worst, but it was not something that blew me away in supermarkets. <laughs> Where a lot of people were kind of overtired of it. We were trying to feel like we were done with him. He took some time off, reevaluated himself, and came back with an incredible album, in my opinion. Really something to end the note on for his career, which is great to me now that he's streaming and doing live streams and call for video games. But when it comes down to songs like Hit My Line, which is a great intro. First, I want to talk about how even using people like Steve Bloom to voice Silent Snake for his, out- his intro, which is incredible. Then you get songs like Hit My Line. You have songs like Celebration with Silas. Um, you have songs like, I haven't pulled the whole list again of it. But Five essentially, Hooks, Dark Place. Five Hooks, Dark Place. Hey, okay, we'll, we'll Just play. kidding, Gabby. Keep going. Well, don't get me off. Going. <laughs> All right, what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> Solid Project <laughs> overall, man. And the main thing about it is just that he did it well. He did it the way he wanted to, even touching on the issues that he felt when it came to criticism with Dark Place. Just again, just a really solid project from Logic. I still think the funniest line of that entire project was, and I love my life like I am Chance. <laughs> yeah. Like every time I hear that, it's just hilarious. Jeez. What y'all getting, little sauce? Y'all getting a little spicy. It's always the sauce. It's always the sauce. Jeez. I was, I was triggered. Oh, ain't the sauce. All right. You're done. I'm Kevin. You was going to go. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm good. To be, if I'm going to be very, to very be continued. Com- if I'm going to be completely very honest on this pod, I did say this album was the best album, the best project I heard from Logic. Uh, he had some throwbacks to Under Pressure, and which that's the album that I was introduced to Logic in. And so that was very refreshing, kind of cool to hear. You remember when we reviewed this album, when it came out, I said it's a very fitting way for him to retire and go into gaming and, and Twitch. So, you know, respect to Logic. This is not a bad project at all. Um, and I think gaming is exactly where he should be. So you didn't get the last one. Oh, yeah. We're trying word, to look for the reaction. Like, get where he should be. Oh no! <laughs> I think the game is where he should be. You guys don't know me <laughs> very well. You, you guys don't know me very well. I had jokes that were inappropriate, so I had to hold them back. That's what Ooh, happened. No. Okay. Sure. But um, I think his very black and white ass will fit very well. Not black Twitch. and white ass. I'm dead. <laughs> it's Twitch gaming. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that's the joke. I'll give you my reality. Anyway, 
um, my number three album of the year is Nas King's Disease. My man is back. He's back, and he didn't let me down. After Nas Year, the seven song project that was re- produced by Kanye, I was very. You had to like mine was too low. It was one spot below yours. It was Joe comedy oh, style. I was, like, say. I was like, wait, wait a second. As um, Kai said earlier, Nasir, produced by Kanye, Let Me oh, Down. Okay. Yeah, no, the last one. The, the seven song project, Let Me Down. I was very much so unimpressed. So I didn't know what to expect from this. You know, I was kind of like, you know, I don't know what Nas is going to bring. But Nas brought me that same old gutter Nas, and he went off. Man, from the production from Hit Boy to the verses, the intelligence, the flow from Nas. He's back at his best. He's back in his prime. Um, some of my favorites, Car 85 of Charlie Wilson. Nas, Nas and Charlie Wilson, are you kidding me? And then the beat is just amazing. It's like a really smooth, cool song, you know, like a 90s kind of flow beat to it. Um, and you, you know, on a nice nostalgia trip, like, yeah. you're, like you're sitting in the car with him talking about this chick he used to see all the other time. Bring it out, Kevin. True. Exactly. And then as you as you guys said, you know Charlie Wilson singing Cardi Five and all that stuff. <laughs> so that's very nice. Then we got Twenty Seven Summers. Nas rapping his black ass off, going Ooh. off on niggas. This man is bad. Letting you know I can still rap. 27, 27 summers. That wasn't even the joke, whatever. But I can't even lie. But he goes off, okay? Uh, and then To the War is One. A nice, like a poem, a song to the women. Single mothers, especially, he's rapping to, who are just trying to make it to the war is one. And a little Dirk is on the song as well, giving a good verse, which I'm very surprised of. But he did it. Oh, Lord, all bad. Anderson Peck. You got Nas and Anderson Peck? Anderson on the hook, going off. I might just take a loss. All bad. All bad. So... Anderson's going off. Nas is rapping. The beat is great. Man, I'm just I'm just so happy with this album. I, I really have nothing bad to say. No song can be skipped, in my opinion, as I keep going down the track list. Full motherfucking circle. Nas and The Firm and Dr. Dre at the motherfucking end. Everybody who knows The Firm knows that Dr. Dre did some uh, production on that album, The Firm, in the 90s when it came out. And so to bring Dr. Dre into this song is just amazing. You got Foxy Brown, AZ, Cool Mega, Nas, Dre, 90s Beat. The motherfuckers went off. And Foxy Brown sounds amazing. AZ is just pure. Foxy I need, Brown? Yeah. She sounds good? Mm-hmm. She oh, sounds really? good. AZ, I need an album, man. She's cause, still good. Cause you, yeah, I think so. Is she really still deaf? Yeah, uh, rapping, that's, rapping that's like a real that. question. Yeah. Rapping like I that. know she's I been deaf. I know she's, she's yeah, she, she regained her it, hearing. I thought it was temporary. That's not true. I'm kidding. Oh. And then lastly, one of my favorite is The Cure, where Nas kind of wraps up the album. It starts with a nice light beat beat. Where he's rapping, just you know, like he's celebrating a victory lap, and then that beat switches up. Brown, 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 and the nigga gets back down to rapping. That sounds terrible. You're right. For rapping, grimy. Just thank you, Nas. Thank you, Hip Boy, for coming through, blessing us with this album, King's Disease. My number three album of the year. 
Very well. I just want to say that I'm that kind of proving me wrong because I'm a, I can admit I'm completely an uninformed Nas listener. So I know how great his original projects were in the '90s. I listened to Nasir and did not like it that at all. Yeah. Mainly because like it's kind of ass. It just Kanye fucked everyone on Kanye. Did. He re- I, if you weren't Pusha T or himself, he did not give a fuck about you. Yeah. I thought like this year's lost. This album was terrible, mm-hmm. and this shut me the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I listened to it a couple days after y'all because I heard y'all was like, "All right, let me give this shit a shot." Blew my expectation completely. I will admit, really good. I haven't lived with it enough to be to put it on my list, but really good album. All right. Well, since we're talking about grime and real rap, my number three, Burden of Proof, Benny the Buck. Another fucking Griselda. I had to wrap around the Griselda. I'm sorry, it's not Pop Smoke. Wrap around the Griselda. Wrap around the, all the Griselda. Okay. <laughs> Get out. I just want to say, Benny the Butcher. He's the most unproven member of Griselda, and he's the lowest, you know, the least popular member of Griselda. But he should be number one. This nigga is the best fucking rapper out of all three niggas. He kills every single song he's on. And I just want to say, like, let me just read off some of these tracks while we suffer time. Yeah. Um, he gets a great verse out of Rick Ross, and I never want to hear Rick Ross at any point in my life. <laughs> if I'm dying of, me too. If I'm me dying either. on the side of the road area, and Rick Ross is trying to save me. I will say no, sir, and turn yes. the other way. Roll up. <laughs> that is hilarious, and I hate him as well. Oh my word! No like, doubt, like, like Adventure Time, turn and push. <laughs> um, one way flight with Freddie Gibbs. Um, fuck so good, I need my baby back. Are you gonna cry in this Toyota or this Maybach, nigga? And I'm like, oh, Freddie, I'm crying in the Lexus, but I'm crying anyway. <laughs> the tears never stopped. He gets it. Um, he gets a little bit wrong with the song I was destroying earlier, which was not Nas, but actually Betty the Butcher. Tom Lewis with Little Wayne and Big Sean, easily one of the worst songs I've heard all year. Big Sean is terrible. Little Wayne is terrible. Oh, Get these niggas away from this song ever, and then it would have been fine. Also, one song I didn't like, Over the Limit with Don Kennedy, but everything else was so damn good. Like even Queen Naja, who I know Kaylin's a big fan of. Queen Naja, who I know Kaylin's a big fan of. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. she had Queen a, she had a great feature on here. I just think Benny is usually the best member of Griselda, mm-hmm. and I'm also having a board paint with the rest of the Griselda on there was just good to see. I hope these niggas win all 2021. So is Griselda not together still yet? So Griselda just... is a group, but okay. they all release their own individuals. So well, they're done now though because yeah. um, Westside Gun retired. So they're oh, yeah. done. They're, they're not going to be releasing under Griselda anymore. Probably not, but Griselda's also their record label. Uh, so like, imagine okay. like Migos. But they all steadily dropped albums themselves constantly. Okay, okay. Which they kind of do. Yeah, well, until, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the main reason why I was so happy how this album came out, because Bailey dropped Black Soprano Family earlier in the summer. And when I tell you, I could not make it through the first two songs. It was that bad. Damn. I thought, this is fucking terrible. Like, um, I get that he wants to be a tough mobster rapper, but like, man, it was just really fucking bad. Mm. So I had low expectations for this album, and boy, was I wrong. Salute mm-hmm. Benny, salute Griselda, salute Buffalo, New York. I'm calling up there and I'm going to live with y'all, become one of y'all. All right. Wow. Really, really solid project. You want to talk about gangster rap? This is the modern day 90s gangster rap, mm-hmm. like personified. Oh my word. Just straight bars. And again, he's just a good... It's just not what you expect in 2020 when it comes to rap music. Mm-hmm. Mainly because we kind of expect the newer trap beats and sounds like that. But no, straight up regular aggressive what you would listen to when you were a kid probably on the radio type of rap. Mm-hmm. Really good. This is a great album. Really, really solid project. Dittoing what Kevin said. Kai, did you mention how um, Rick Ross outrapped him? 
Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't think he outwrapped him, per se. I just said he actually got a good version from Rick Ross. Okay, well, I think he outwrapped him. I think, I, I him. I think, Rick, I think Rick Ross um, rebuked. slayed that <laughs> slayed that song <laughs> and, and uh, uh, you know, put out a better verse than Benny on it. But, um, you know, and then Freddie Gibbs outwrapped <laughs> Benny as well. And I might sound like I'm shitting on him, but, um, you know, still. A great album. Benny went off so very well. I can see why that's in your top three. Mm. Yeah. We in three, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. Mm All right. So I'm going? Mm Mm-hmm. Next. Okay. So these are the top three that I have definitely wrestled with. Wrestled, shuffled, wrestled. (laughs) Wrestled some more. But. Hi. Okay. So (laughs) my... Number three album of the year is Ariana Grande Position. Praise the others. That was one. I know. I feel like everybody needs to be here for this reaction. This just got interesting. Yes, exactly. This just got good. All right. Because one thing about me, I'm going to stay true to myself. Okay, regardless of my favorite artist, I'm going to say true to myself. Go ahead, yo. That's right. Don't be, um, um. Sucking him off, just sucking him off. Uh And let me just say, I'm sucking him off. I'm sucking this album off terrible, okay? Okay. All right, position number three. Um, there's nothing wrong, well, nothing terribly, terrible. there's nothing wrong with this album. It's just, uh, other things move me a little bit more. That's what I have to say. Okay. But. Pearly, my bitch was back. She dropped a surprise album at the end, toward the end of the year. Um, she don't miss for me, to be honest. Um, she always comes with the hits. Sorry, always comes with the hits. Replay value on a thousand. I played this album out so terribly, it's ridiculous. Like, if you go to my top outplayed things, she's in the top five songs. And she was just released a couple months ago. So just that'll give you this perspective of how much I play this album out. So obsessed with this. Um, I would say the only thing that probably didn't push me, didn't push this album to the number one for me, was I feel like she can do, she can push beyond this album. She can do so much more in her R&B type bag than what she did with this album. Very much so still enjoyed it. Terribly. Um, let me just go back to some of the songs that I enjoyed. Um, let's see. Just Like Magic, Purr, Off the Table with Her in the Weekend, Safety Net, Ty Dolla Sign, um, Nasty, West Side, <clears throat> Love Language. Every freaking POV was like one of her best ballads of all time. TikTok ruined it. TikTok ruined it, which is really sad. I just want one wish that I want in this world is her to do... POV in a big ball gown dress at the Grammys, just stripped down, beautiful. Stripped down, sung. Just heard the piano doing POV. I think that would be a beautiful moment for her career. She's that bitch. I'm sorry. She's still that bitch to me. I love this album so much. I love the visuals that came with it. Um, All the regalia for me. She's my number three. Pete Davidson might have some POV Ariana Grande for that. Um, I will say this. A couple weeks ago on this pod, I roasted this album terribly. Mm. And I said, I don't know what y'all niggas see in Ariana Grande. 
Whistle Queen, you said. You did call her Whistle Queen, but she is the Whistle Queen. She has and will always be the Whistle Queen. But this project, after hearing some other things from Ariel, because I never went back and listened to it on my own, I must say, I have been debunked that it wasn't terrible. I hate some of the songs, but I like most of them. And there's, well, I will come on record and say, the Whistle Queen has debunked. Yeah, and she talking about cream pies in the song, the yeah, album. I stuff? still stand on my flat foot. Whoa. I ain't gonna go to that one. Cream pie or not, it sounds corny to me on that song. <laughs> Thirty four, thirty five is not one of my faves. Did you have something to say? Oh, I just said it was funny. Like I'm, I haven't listened to the album, but the way you described it with her like singing, like about. I can't do it the way you did it, but just like riding and like yeah, like I didn't like how she like people are like oh my god, Ari is getting really sexual on this thing, and then she's all like riding your face at night and you come and eat like it's yeah. not fun, <laughs> listeners. It's not like that. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe I'm a something. That was maybe I'm gonna need a seatbelt when I ride it. I want to hear, baby, I'm going to need a seatbelt when I ride it. Like, I, I need some more So you want sexual. a different artist to sing it? No, I just need it a different way. I don't need no, baby, I'm going to need a seatbelt when I ride it. But she doesn't make that style of music, though. Like, what is that? Baby, you might need a seatbelt when I ride it. Now, sing it in her melody. I'm going to need a, huh? Sing it. In her melody. Baby, I'm going to need a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> I will say to the fans uh, uh, on the day, it's cool to have the appeal of hearing the bubblegum pop sound, but in a dirty way. Like I feel like th- there's a reason why it works. Yeah, why you that, don't and that's why that you all listen to K-pop, and I don't. All right. So, what are you talking about? Bubblegum pop, trying to be all sexy. I don't know if they sound sexy. K-pop. All right, never mind. Sorry, browse for a wing again. Ah, next case. Oh, no. You were number three, right? Yeah. Yes. Two. Three. She hasn't said her three. Sorry. Okay. So my song is gonna be album. Song. Oh, my album is gonna be. Hold on. <laughs> Trying to think of a song I can lift it in. Listen in. Damn, I can't think of a song. It's really sad. But it's gonna be Summer Walker Life on Earth. I'm trying to listen to the Party Next Door song, but I can't hear it in my mind. How does it go? The Party Next Door song. Yeah. Um, that is... See, you don't know it either! Again, it's not on okay. the front of my mind. Summer Walker, oh, Life on Earth EP, um, is my number three. Um, came in the clutch, kind of very low-key, I must say. Um, she didn't really do a lot of pro- um, promotion. Ariel, correct me if I'm wrong. What's going on? Nothing. You made a face. I want to know why. Yeah, why you, you make a face? I was laughing at Brent's face. Now, why you got a face, Brent? Yo, could you play a face? Oh, oh my God. God. I'm okay. saying a red light. What are you going to say? <sighs> okay. Here it is. Party Next Door song. I don't think you know. My affection. I just want my go back. That This project, y'all, I'm sad to say, it's only five songs. But it's very, very good. Me and Ariel be playing this album multiple times terribly again and again and again Mm -hmm. just we be walking around the house and just start singing it Mm -hmm. acapella (sighs) i she's a problematic bitch summer walker i fucking hate her personality she's really fucking annoying Mm -hmm. she is just really annoying i kind of think she's on the level of logic for me 
she's getting that annoying. I don't even follow her. God, that's how me. bad she is. I don't. Wow, anytime I don't there. follow an artist that I listen to all the time, something's wrong. And I must say, for the record, wait, no, that's not accurate. But her music was in my top five songs of the year. It was actually last year's album. Yeah. But her, in general, um, Summer Walker, she was in my top five songs of the year. I'm saying all this to say... She delivered again on this EP. It's undeniable. Fun, catchy, vibey. I love her voice. She sings in her lower register most of the time. Something that really gets me off because I feel like as a um, second um, second alto, I don't hear that a lot. So when people sing in their low register, it kind of does something to me. And great, um, even with her introducing a new singer on the map, no one Noah. I don't know who this fucking nigga is. He was delivering as well. And also Party Next Door was on it. And he delivered as well. Better than he did on many of his own songs on his album. <laughs> so I will say Life on Earth. Top three, top three, top three. I love this project so much. I could not find a spoiler alert. I could not find it in me to put it on my list. What? I did not. I thought it would have been your top No, two. no. I could not put it on my list due to the, I guess, the the context of the music slash the, the, the length of the thing. It's on my top 20, I'm going to say, but not on my top 10. But my God, my God, I love Summer so much. I'm becoming a Summer Walker stan. Yeah, me too. And it's really apparent. I love this project. It's very beautiful. Her voice. I love it. All right. Well, very well. We made it to our top two. Oof. And this is where I just want to step in a moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> our host is coming back in for her top two. Yeah. Right. Reserve 10. If y'all listen to the pod on a regular basis, you know that I'm barely here and I don't <laughs> listen to a lot of new music, but. I did get into two albums this year. This is my top two by default. And it's a spoiler because y'all already know. All right, my number two is Megan Thee Stallion. Good news. I'm sorry, y'all. This is just fun. Look at Kai's face. I wish y'all could see Kai's face right now. Okay, first of all, okay. This is not some deep, like, heavy, like, amazing project. But it's really fun to dance to and to twerk to. Like... I just, I don't know, I was missing, like, COVID had us, like, bunked up, like, we couldn't go anywhere, like, I wanted to go to the club, I wanted to dance, like, I just put this album on, and I must say, I was twerking for my life at work. Multiple songs? Multiple songs. So, I love the whole album, the only one I skip is, um, Don't Rock Me to Sleep, because that's just, like, poppy and weird, but highlights, um, what's new and outside, I'm sorry, y'all. These are amazing songs. Like, it's just, it. it's a vibe. Great. You have heard What's New. I was signing to it. Oh, how'd I go again? <sighs> I heard it. They yeah, keep telling right, me but, this. Okay, whatever. They keep coming telling me these bitches. Man, what's new? No? Okay. Anyway. I remember you played it, though. I will say that. I'm sorry. I feel like if you haven't given it a shot, mm. just give it a shot with, like, low expectations. Like, oh, this is going <laughs> to blow my mind, but, like, I'm going to be able to twerk to it. Okay. So, Yeah. That's my I number two. Unlike some people around this table, can't respect music that's not going to enlighten me. I'm sorry. She's got, and open up she's got big bitch eyes. energy. Maybe it's because we like, had a list together a while ago. Big bitch energy. She's got big bitch energy. Like, 
That's uh, maybe I just coined it. But Big she's... clit energy, right? Wow. Yeah, that, well, we're going that. into I don't know about number that. two for me. <laughs> Sorry. Big clit. Oh my god. Take it away. Well, you don't want her to be a big bitch. Well, she is a big bitch. Oh. No, you're not, not like, like literally like bitchy energy. I couldn't say oh. that. Like she's just like like the baddest bitch. bitch. Yes, she just bad she just bitch knows, energy. She knows she's oh. that bitch. She's not yeah. afraid to like say it. Still that mm. bitch. Yes. Always be I that mean, bitch. I mean, we want to talk top top ten bodies. She's top number one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Top number one body of the year. For and knees. Top and knees. then top knees. Y'all, this album was fun. Okay. I cut it off after the baby song. That shit was awful. Destiny, I'm a bit disappointed because your music, I. I respect your music taste as well, very much so. I look very highly towards it, but this is a sore surprise. Okay, first of all, first of all, it's not a surprise that you knew it was coming. Second of all, I preface this by saying it's not like some big, deep, yeah. substantial album. It's just fun. Mm, you fun did. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. They don't get it, Destiny. I've been trying to tell these niggas that for years. All right, well, Kevin, on to you. All right, number two. The Butcher coming, nigga! Mm. Benny the Butcher, burden of proof number two. I have I re- I've wrestled with that. I was wrestling with my angels between number one and number two for this album. Mm. We stayed at number one for at least like a week. Mm, I can understand that. And goddamn Benny, I again I don't really listen to Griselda, and this really took me by surprise. Just a starting off with the intro with that beat coming out, it just feels like some real niggas about to come out with other up the escalator or something when that hits on. Just his rapping, just I don't know, man. It's just overall Benny just killed it. What's more important, the the flower or the concrete that grew it? It's just I'm sorry, the soil that grew it. It's just he. I don't ever like the way I remember a few weeks ago, Caleb was kind of saying all he does is rap the same way little baby does. It's it's much more than that. Whoa. It's much more than that. I said the content is not as yeah, it's so much, as y'all say it yeah, is. It's so much what more than what you what, than what you've heard. Okay. It's because like the fact that he actually can talk about the same stuff, but literally has actual the way he can string words together or the way the words that he's his word choice is so well done, so it's so well perfected in my opinion. He knows what he's saying. The, the way Benny describes it, it sounds like he's coming from a struggle and he really wants to make it out. When I listen to like more contemporary rappers, it's just more like, yeah, I used to sell drugs and that was it, and I had a gun, and it's, that's as deep as it goes. It's the accent for me. Well, <laughs> all from the south. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the way exactly the way you say it. Like instead of just like, yeah, I used to trap real hard and, and all all night. It was I'm starving made me thin, so I had to find some some way to do it or something like that. Like he actually gives you a whole explanation of the way he does it, his process towards it. What happened when he got his money? Now how he feels famous? That's another f- big track. One way flight, like Kai said. Overall, goddamn, I'm definitely keeping an eye out for him. Said he got shot recently. He's still, still praying for the best for him. Solid project. He did come well from what I saw. With a picture of him in a wheelchair with Rick Ross. <laughs> that was that was funny. Not kind of left. <laughs> okay, Benny the Butcher. God bless. Nice we are at number two, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. My word. Well, my number two album is Little Dragon, New Me, Same Us. Wait, I thought you said it wasn't on there. I'm a liar. I learned from the best of them, J. Cole. Anyway. I feel so bad for Shrek. Never speak on this fucking podcast that you're his fan again. Oh, my God. Every night I want to share with you. Every moment I'll be there for you. (laughs) This will never 
return. Never, 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 never. I'm gonna risk, risk it all done. I'm a gather. You might need to take a note from J. Cole and be quiet sometimes. Whoa. Mm. All right. Stay oh, right. Stay right here is one of my favorite song. Maybe my favorite song from the album. First off, I'm gonna start with that. Um, when they collaborated with Moses Sumney, I said, "Wow, you know, two of my favorite artists of the year collaborating on the same song like this is just amazing." Because "Another Lover" is a song that I love dearly from the album, and then you know they collaborated, and it's just "The Other Lover" is what that song's called, and it's amazing. Um, so I love that. Every rain is beautiful. Yes. Excuse me. Yes. Where you belong oh, is beautiful. Don't say it. Don't say it. Because yes. I was going to say it some more standouts too. Okay. My God. No, keep going. Yes. I mean, that's no, one of the other ones. I listened to it, but I don't forgot now, child. If, if you want to call out more, then, then please do. Because, you know, this album is so worth it. This sounds like their fucking greatest hits. In my opinion. I'm not even lying. Because song after song yes, is a banger yes. after banger after banger to me. And, um, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I even love Water. The way they close out yes. the album is a great way to close it out. Uh, New Fiction is fucking great as well. What's the least thing? What's the singer's name? Yukimi. Yukimi. Okay, thank you. Yes. She, she's amazing. She's beautiful. She can sing. The band goes off. Oh, wow. All right. Well, congrats to her. The band goes off. Like I said, greatest hits. Song after song. No skippable songs. Um, I was so pleased when I heard his album. I kept going back and f- I kept going back to it because it came out earlier in the year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would go, I would listen, go away, and yeah. I said, "Let me see what this little dragon is talking about again," and go listen to it, and I'd go back, and I would co- I would keep coming back because there's songs in here I love and I want to hear so much, and um, it's yeah, it's one of my favorites of the. I mean, it's my number two favorite of the year. You guys want to say yoke or you go? I mean, you kind of hit the the the, the hitters yeah. on the album. Um, yeah, every song I enjoy. Hold on, just to start the beginning oh, yeah. of the album. How can I forget where that? Where you go? Where you yes. go? It's such a fun song. Yes, when make they, you want to dance. Yes, when they get in their little like um, fast song bag, you mm-hmm. be just dancing and vibing like. Yeah. I just love them so much. They, their whole discography. I'm just gonna shout that out as well. Okay, yeah. Like, go back mm-hmm. and listen to the old albums as mm-hmm. well. A lot of their songs sound start very strange, where mm-hmm. you'll be like, "What's going on here?" Like, I just played a song in the kitchen, and it just had this really long note mm-hmm. to it, but it changes. Like, you just gotta go oh, with the vibe of the yeah. song. Like, mm-hmm. man, I love them. They're like one of my top artists of all time. Yeah, when Moses collaborated with him, he wrote to, I think, Pitchfork or one of the other artist people. He said it's like he never knew, you know, where soul could go, you know, listening to them. He saw, like, the direction it can go. He, he never knew it could go in that direction until he heard them. Yes. And he's right. This is a variation of, like, soul music because yes. her voice is so soulful. And it's just a beautiful album. So, New Me, Same Us, Little Dragon, my number two album of the year. I can't deny it. Correct. Can I just interject real quick? Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed because this you told me about them a long time ago, and I have not dived I all did. the way in. And recently, one of my favorite songs of all time, I realized that Little Dragon was um, featured on it. Really? Empire Ants, Gorillas. Oh. oh, little memories marching on your little feet. Oh, I know that song. Working the machine. Yes, I know that song. Yeah, so I'm I'm about to dive in. All right. 
Anyway, continue, guys. All right. Well, we talked about this one enough. I'm just going to give my opinion on it. Gangsta Gibbs with Alfredo is my number two. Number two? Wow. Freddie Gibbs is on a different level, in my opinion. He's shown that he deserves to be in the top tier when it comes to rappers. Who is left? He's just a fucking beast. It's another another Griselda nigga that's gotta be. We'll find out. Or the blue guy. The blue. We'll find out. Oh, yeah. We'll find out. Yo, Kayla's phone alert. Freddie just I was sitting there watching me attentively while I was fucking. I didn't think you was gonna guess it, but you guessed it. Because he sent me the list. I can see the first one. Oh, I'm not gonna say that. Kaylin guessed it. Just my whole thing's been trampled over. Just, just no Freddy. Just, <laughs> just Freddy the damn thing. Nobody's better than him. Yeah, I mean there are many, but uh, we won't go there tonight. Well, that one many will not drop this year. So. Well, he may. Still time. He's not one. He's many. And he'll lie again. Okay, that word's up next. <laughs> All right. And what is this, J. Cole Roast? Yes, oh Shay Hope. Okay. <laughs> now, number two of, t- of 2020 is Cleo Soul, A Rose in the Dark. Purr, purr, and purr, as Kaylee would say. Whoa! Whoa. Brent, don't do that. Oh, mad. my word. Someone's upset. What's going on? You scaring me. You can go. You can go. Oh no, no we need to say it. Yeah, yes. I need to know. You can go. Oh my god. Okay, Cleo oh. Soul, Rose in the Dark. Oh, this is giving a very personal album to me. This album came at the right time for me, okay? The writing alone just brought me to another place. I had been listening to this girl, um, I guess there was just like a time where I would like put on albums or put on songs and Apple Music would suggest her songs to me. And I'm like, oh, this girl sounds really good. I'll like it or whatever and just, you know, go up on my way. But then there was one day I was like, let me just listen to this album. Every song hit me deep, okay? Mm-hmm. I love this album. There's no skips for me. I just said the writing. It's like stripped down, but it's somewhat like still like embellished. Like it's giving in the pocket like she's very much so in her pocket it's giving us Solange meets India Irie meets Frank Ocean she said Frank Ocean was one of her main influences like as an artist in general and I see that in towards like the later part of the album a lot of her songs don't take the certain like the normal song structure as normal songs do like you know like the chorus verse or whatever she just be on there spitting yeah. and on there singing. And I love that. It's just so beautiful just to me. Just poetic. Yes. And the the lyrics, and this song gives positivity, but the wor- in the best way. You know I hate just like, we're going to be all right. And just like, you know, like corny stuff. Like corny, like not, not Kendrick, obviously. <laughs> oh, but yeah. You know, like just in a corny way, like, you know, we're, we're going to be positive. This girl, like, if self care was an album, if self care was an album, this would be the album. That's a great description. Yes, thank you, thank you, Destiny. I just really listen to this, and it just it gives me like take care of yourself, like take care of your peace album. And every time I play it, it just takes you to another place. And also, everything's okay. Yes, everything's gonna be okay. Like you're in your you're on your own space, girl. Like don't worry about anything else. Like you know who you are, and just like be who you are. It's very beautiful to me. It's very emotional and just I love it. I love this album so much. So yeah. That's why I said, y'all, while I didn't have the time to live with that album, 
I had to give it res it re its respect because it was just that pure and good of an album. It gave you raw yeah. Erykah Badu first album or something. Whoa. It was very raw. It's raw. Whoa. I know what, what Brent? I know what Brent is mad at. Your list is next, Kaylin. Brent, just <laughs> say it. You literally banged on the table. I'm sorry, Brent. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Brent. I know what he's what? mad about. What? No, Kaylin. Can I say it? He's mad that Moses Sumney is not on my list. I'm sorry, Brent. Could have been number one. Put two and two together. I'm sorry. I just realized it. It's on my top twenty. Is she it's right? On my top twenty. Prince Feats. I did. I have something to say about Greg, but I don't know if I should say it on the podcast or not because I don't want to offend you online. I'm sorry, Brent. Bring it on. I was trying to listen mm. to something when I was in a very <laughs> mellow place on a really nighttime. I had my LED lights to red, and mm. I was like, okay, I need something vibey to listen to. I tried to listen to The King Cruel, but it was too fast in the beginning. And it was like, kind of like, gah, 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 gah. and I was like, oh, no, no, no. I need something like, I need something like more mellowy. So I went to put on gray. And maybe I made this up, but this, is it a thing that the beginning is really... Um, more upbeat in the end is not yes that's okay. exactly what it is thank the you beginning for once of the something album i remember is not fake starts off <laughs> i don't want to say off-putting but if you're not a fan of his music and you're not a fan of his direction then it can lose you okay great now let me but, say something okay i have a good so in the beginning that's when i was like oh this is not the most something i've been listening to all this time mm -hmm. it's a bit too much chaotic um chaos going it is, on yeah. i'm out of here mm -hmm. so that it kind of turned me off of Grey when I went to go live with it. I had listened to it, but then I was like, oh, I'm about to live with it while I'm in this vibe. And mm -hmm. it fucked the vibe up for me. But people need to learn. Can I say why? you I... have regalia from other people who you should trust, like me, when yeah. it's a 20-song album, and I've been going off about it repeatedly, I know. Mm -hmm. you need to go further than the first two because you know what it can provide. From the playlist I gave you, mm -hmm. you know what's coming. But there's, that's not what I heard when I turned it on. I know, but it's literally just three songs if you could have made it through them. Can I just say, can I just explain myself or do you want me to explain it after? I'm so sorry. Like, I know, I know how good this album is. It's in my no, top 20. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know how good this album is. Read me, Brent. But I can count the only reason why it's not in the top 10 is because I have not given this album a sh the fair shot. I couldn't be a poser and put it on because I knew it was good. I literally can count on probably two hands the amount of times I listened to it all the way through. That's called I'm integrity. So Thank you, Destiny. I'm so sorry. I This album deserved more listens from me. I'm and I put it on. It I, there was a point in time this year where I told Brown, I was like, I put this on when I was um, repotting my plants, and this shit was really beautiful. I didn't go back again. Yeah. I'm. Just, I don't know why. It just. It feels like it's a lot to get into. When I like, when I'm thinking of songs to play, I'll just play the things that it's like I'm used to or whatever. And that's what fucks it up. I know it's beautiful. It's your top ten. Yes, exactly. For you. I'm so sorry. It is definitely a beautiful album. It's on my top twenty. But I did not. I couldn't. I couldn't put it on there. It'd be true to myself. I couldn't be on there and say that I listened to this more than I did. I didn't. Damn. Sorry. Brent, do you have a rebut? I'm sorry. No. Damn. That's how you rest. know he disappointed. <laughs> I'm about to cry. I'm so sad. 
Number <laughs> one. Okay, right. so it's my turn. Start it up. Oh. And we're on number what? Two. 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 Yeah. Now, I know Ariel just kind of got judged a little bit for her picks. And I don't want to get judged. So I'm starting this with my a non-picks. clear mind. I got judged for my non-picks. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got judged the entire time. Okay, y'all, number two is give y'all and take time. And I'm saying that because and I'm saying that because (laughs) this nigga was the song that I listened to the most all year. My top song of 2020 was Like I Want You. That was the most song I listened to all year. Songs like Vanish, songs like um I think this is on the Heartbreak Anniversary. I need to go back. You think this is on it? Oh my word! <laughs> okay, I'm right. Okay, okay, wait, wait. No, I'm back to the album, y'all. And I'm looking at it, and I had like mostly every single song on here. Some of them aren't my favorite, but every single song I like, I just forgot it because I listened to the same ones. I just go and listen to Like I Want You or I go to listen to Heartbreak Anniversary and that's in Vanish, like Ariel said. But I don't really listen to the project like I was in the beginning. So I'm saying charge that to my mind, not my heart because it is still embedded in me. Any So much so that he's one of the very few artists who dropped 2020. That's my top song of the year. Like I said, most of them were from previous years on my top five. So that shows you that I have been a Gibeon fan and he deserves his place on my number two. And for the record, I was just going to throw his newest EP on there just out of regards of respect that I had for him. And the fact that I didn't like dislike any of the songs, it just really didn't move me because I respect the Gibeon that much. But as I come back and are reminded... Um, <laughs> That his other projects take time. I had to give it its respect. Sick on this podcast. Anybody has anything to say about that to me? <laughs> I have a lot of things to say. No, I'm not gonna say it. No, because I've already read you. I mean, I guess you can say that you. I don't understand how your number two album could be completely forgotten. <laughs> It don't make no sense to me that you can literally hear something and be like, oh my god, that was my top two album of the year. It don't make sense. But, um, um, yeah. That's all I really got to say. The only reason why it um, got lost. <laughs> Next. Next month. Okay. Caitlin's having some, uh, some throat difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Throat baby. No, we yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, I'm not. Number one. Yeah, no, I'm. I'll let you do all first and then number one. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. We'll be back. Oh, well, okay. We've made it. We're at number one. And uh, I'm going to start this off with uh, my number one album of the year. Deftones. Of course. Deftones, Ohms. Let me just get my shit off real quick. This is my favorite fucking band of all time. I got a lyric from them tatted on me. Um, I've just, I stand for them all the time. They're amazing. They do things like no other. This album was relentlessly heavy. 
just nonstop, just dark, sludgy, heavy, messy, mm. not um, trying to be perfect like the last album, like Gore. It truly sent me. It took my soul to a different place. And I'm just very grateful. They still got it. They still do it. And um, highlights for me, The Spell of Mathematics and Radiant City, if you have any inclination or just any sort of like, I guess, appreciation for alternative or rock music, if these two songs don't like snatch you, then you don't have a soul, period. Um, I enjoyed every song, every single one. Those are definitely the highlights for me, but fantastic fantastic composition of songs and just the sequence and the lyrics i just i'm truly blessed this blessed 2020 for me and um i'm just very grateful to be in the number and be here and be able to witness it and kevin it's on to you i just want to say really quick i'm glad your favorite band is out here thriving and still doing well they're really thriving they're really thriving and they're getting recognition yeah I haven't heard from Radiohead in a couple years, and I would really like a project. I would. I'm sure they're coming out with like. Yeah, so I'm glad that you're getting feds. I'm really you getting feds. You were an 18 they dropped, right? So with the box, heart shaped box, I mean, box of shapes. I mean, uh, was it two years ago or three? Oh, I guess it was two. Yeah, I remember you were just putting yeah, Tool last album last year, right? Yeah. Tool you're was right. kind of. Mid. Yeah, it didn't grab me, but this grabbed me instantly. Oh shit! Did you check out that one band? I knew them already. I forgot to um, message you in the chat, but I have seen or I've heard that song. I actually got the album based on that song. Really? The rest of the album is a little bit too like trying to sound good for me, but I do love that song. Yeah. Why does it seem like it was sooner? It's 2016. Yeah. Four years. Yikes. That's a whole high school career. All right, Kevin, your number one album. Drop it on us. So I'm starting off with the quote. So all you scared to death Negroes, just sit down. Don't you come out to defend our enemy. You sit down and you shut up and you tell your masters to come out and deal with this J Electronica, a written testimony. Woo! If y'all didn't I didn't know, understand the parable. I didn't either. You didn't listen to the album. Yeah, that's, that's why. True. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yes. Jay Electronica. Why everything a fucking Janet? No, it's just, it was just the ooh that inside the joke. We got your out. Yes. Alright. So, Jay Electronica. Woo, I man, I sat with this album. Again, I talked about him for two years now, talking about how he was one of the best dudes of 2009. Didn't, didn't, never released his album. Had stage fright for 10 years. Literally was getting bullied by all the big guys. Like, when the hell are you dropping your album? When are you dropping your album? And never did it. When I saw that he tweeted that it was up, I didn't believe it. Everyone was like, no, nah, he's full of shit. I can't find it nowhere. Like Kai said, Kai was the one watching the live stream. So I'm like, he's lying. There's no way it's on the live stream. Kai said it to me, like, Kevin, listen to this shit. And Flux Capacitor is the first song that they're playing off of there that I, I joined in on. Woo, you want to talk about a deep album. Jet, I'll say it like this. Without incurring the wrath of the bow ties. He is crazy. He's not crazy. He is crazy. Of the bow ties? What's the rap of the bow ties? The Nation of Islam? The Nation of Islam is very interesting. I knew. But, 
Goddamn, they let him spit with this album. What he talks about from basically his, him talking about the creation theory to Ezekiel's wheel within the wheel that he saw in, in actual the book of the Bible to you talking about the, the ancient civilizations like the Anunnaki's in their in their script in their thing that they found in their books to him just going in full verses in Arabic to just the entire album. Oh wow! Just, He's doing full verses in Arabic. Oh yes, that that's God. impressive. Even Thank in Spanish, I certain songs. It what song was that? A hot, would have made. Who would thought we would have had to the hat and a lot? And then he says another part in, in Arabic. Oh, I thought he said whole verse. That's what I was about to say. I yeah. all that. Oh, he says full lines in Arabic. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, he also like, like he, he just kills it. Jay Z is along with him for this ride. Jay Z's giving some of my favorite verses this whole year. Again, Flux of Pastors is probably my favorite song. Britt didn't like it. Shiny, I love Shiny C Theory personally. That is definitely one of my songs out. The Bible. Oh, I didn't say I didn't like it. I said it sounds dated. Mm. You, oh, mm. Just overall, just this is the one that, in my opinion, because I'm gonna ask you after this too. This one deserves the Grammy, in my opinion. When it uh, comes to that list, it deserves the Grammy. Okay. I wrestled with that angel for a couple nights as well. I, I still think Freddie deserves it over him. I can't. I really can't. Yeah, you gotta wrestle. Yeah. So like, um, I think it should be Freddie, but woo, this album. Ain't nothing to fucking play with. Get the gat, get the gat, get the gat. Yeah, to the third walk, pass it to the third walk, pass it. Get the gat, So that song, the album? Yeah, Jay-Z again sang it, and not even him. But that even caused a whole damn viral video, a viral trend. Get the gat was a viral trend. I thought that was before Get the Gag Kate. I think it was right after. No, I'm going to get the strap. No, Kaylin's, Kaylin's uh, right. Kaylin's right. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that, yeah. that was a real a song first, and then JC referenced it. Everyone was like, oh my and God. And then they started playing the real oh, song again. Okay. Um, Thank y'all. Yeah, every time I was trying to add a JLX song to one of your birthday tributes, and every time I would pull the song up, it would just be Jay-Z rapping. I'd be like, where is Jay Alec in the song? I was very confused. I was like, is this a joint album or what? <laughs> So, yeah, that was my experience with that album. Okay. I think you should listen to the albums that good. So, who's, yeah. who's that, Kevin? Yep. All right, yeah, Jay Leg, very nice, Kevin. I'm not mad at that pick. But my number one album for 2020 is Moses Sumney Gray. Sing us in, Brent. So. <laughs> Please don't sing us in. <laughs> He's trying to gather the words. He'll sing with this album. I don't know where to start with this album. How much I love this Take album. Take your time, Pastor. Yes. Thank you. Can I get 10 minutes on the clock? So oh. I'm joking. But how much this album will be on my favorite albums of all time list, I'm sure, before it's all said and done. Wow. wow. I know this hurt when we was roasting it then. Because of how beautiful it is. All the melodies, the, the journey it takes you on. Uh, from start to finish is really a trip. It's a journey. It's taking you through Moses, just amazing, um, his talent of singing and picking music and arrangements. It's just purely beautiful. Words are tough to find, starting with Cut Me. Um, and then visuals along with it. Some of the videos, we might have to watch some of them tonight mm -hmm. because the videos that go along with these songs are just brilliant as well. He makes great videos up there along with, you know, with the best one. In Bloom is another favorite of mine. Gagarin is maybe my favorite song of the year. And he has such a heavy, um, 
there's a heavy like a, a um, effect on his voice where you can't even understand what he's saying. But the pianos are so amazing. The effect sounds so the effect sounds so cool. It's just beautiful landscape of music, and it just takes me there, full on. And then color, Moses Moses Sumney's voice laid laid against um, saxophones is just beautiful. Why don't you add some color? It bring out your eyes. I say you never bother, cause you'd be telling lies. Why don't you try some earth tones, since you claim you want to die? I could just sing this whole motherfucking Ooh, album to y'all. That was great. Yeah. But I shan't not do it. So <laughs> Not shan't. I shan't not. And then Polly. He's just is another video where he's just crying in front of his video. He's video chatting somebody, talking about his love of his life, Polly, who, oh man, he just wants to be able to dance with, wants to be able to touch, you know. But for whatever reason, he can't. This is a double album. First came out, I believe, in May, the first half, mm-hmm. and then later in the year, I don't remember September, maybe. Maybe is when the second half came out. First half is amazing. First half, I was always already like, this is my favorite album of the year. This is it so far. And then the nigga came back in the second half with the second releasing the last eight songs, which were just as good or maybe even better than the first half. Because the second half, he gets so deep, so sad, so rich with music. Oh my gosh. Bystanders, don't waste your candor on bystanders they'll let you waste away 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 and it's just so beautiful and the music is amazing his voice is falsetto is unmatched up there with Anthony or Anoni I'm sorry me in 20 years this is an amazing song as well and it keeps me alive it keeps me alive but it's so much better than what I just did 10 times better and then Lucky Me is a song that he wrote with um, James Blake. Production is just out of this world. The lyrics are crazy. Oh, that's my could be my favorite song on the album. Oh, Lucky Me. Oh man, I'm not even gonna sing it. But Bless Me Before You Leave is beautiful. The whole album is just perfect. Wow. Lucky Me, Gagarin. Two amazing songs. This yes. album will go down. Yeah, will go down as one of my favorites ever. Um, I just want to give him all the regalia that I can because um, this thing is special. This album, man. These are big statements. Yeah. That's it's a perfect album to you. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's that's amazing. Yeah, and, and that's... Do you say pain? Yeah, for me. That's what it's laid in. Yo, say something about it. Because I'm, I'm going to come in. Oh, I, I was saying pain for me that I didn't get to, the, oh. to, to be... Yeah, yeah she's me. But Moses... Moses deserves his flowers. He got had his breakout year this year. He's getting regalia across all press right now. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's... What? <laughs> the way I'm talking? Um, but yeah. Uh, let me try to go to the album. I don't know if I can pick out specific songs. But yeah, his voice is unmatched. Um, the vibes, again, the beginning of the album, if you were to listen to it, you'd be kind of like a little bit thrown off. It's like a lot of, um, doesn't he use like sam- samples of like people talking as well? Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. A lot of samples of people yeah. talking, you're just like, what's going on here? So it, it is, it's not like, you know, 
easy listen straight to start to finish right but it's gonna give you deep it's gonna give you um interesting and it's gonna give you good vocals delicate storytelling okay so yeah he deserves he deserves flowers um and he will be i feel like moses he's gonna be the type of nigga that they equate to like solange now you know how like solange gets all the artsy respect Y'all don't see it. Y'all feel me? I don't know if they're... Like, the people are going to regard him better, I'm trying to say. Very different style of music. Yeah. But as far as being regarded high, okay, I can see where yeah, you're going Yeah, I feel there. like James Blake is more of the Solange of music. Okay, sorry. Of his... I don't know. But yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Okay, so. and I'm not going to stretch this out, but this is a number one, so we have some time. But can I sing for y'all again? You don't really want to know. Oh, no. Go Lucky me. Just the first little look. <laughs> I cannot believe he's singing to us. Just because you didn't love me the way I thought I should be loved doesn't mean I wasn't wanted or I wasn't something to be proud of. Bitter than better now. LA, LA, since you left me. Alright, I'm sorry. I guess I'll go count all my limbs and my blessings. So lucky me. Y'all want to hear some more? No, that's good. No, okay. That was very nice, Britt. You have a lot of um, nerve to do that. Oh, man. And listeners, he sounds so much fucking better than that shit I just did. And the lyrics are so deep. Imagine if I just sat here and just sang and belted a Jasmine Sullivan song for y'all. <laughs> I'd like, be cringing Y'all would have laughed me out the house. <laughs> Go on ahead, Kyle. What's your number one? Moses, beautiful work, man. Great. Check it out, listeners. All right. All right. Um, I've talked about this album enough in private to Kevin and to y'all as well. Miles by Blue Next Hour. Kaylin called it when she got the second guess. Um, to me, this is a damn near perfect rap album. My only issue with this album, why it's like a 9 and not a 10, is because the interludes are long. And some interludes can be a little cringe. Really? Because, like, there's a lot of, a lot of actually of Miles Davis talking, and he just did that, like, the thing of, the feeling is making me want to cry. The feeling makes me want to feel warm inside. The feeling, like, it just went on for, like, minutes at it. <laughs> so, like, you know, I want to, because, like, the beats are so good, I want to see how Exiles is going to transition to the next beat, but I have to give you three minutes of um, Miles Davis talking about the feeling. Mm. But, like, but that's um, still, that's, that's how the deep go, guys. No, it is. To me, in all honesty, I can put this album in like three different categories where he's talking about the, about blue is talking about feeling blue, whether it's, you know, you ain't never been blue, um, what's it called, like many shades of blue, like he's like a whole album about depression and going through and the, uh, the anxiety of trying to become a man so fast when he had an accidental kid and the journey upwards, like you can set it to that, you can set it to the Miles Davis section where he's talking about Miles Davis, the history of jazz and how important jazz is to hip hop. And then you also you can take it to the final session where it's about just manhood in general. Mm. No longer in the depressing side, but looking forward to life and realizing what he means to his kids and how him and um, XR will be looking back up together was such a good thing for both of them because they both need each other. And in my opinion, this is their best project. Like, I think Blue just gave me everything I wanted. It, it reminded me of how I first felt when I listened to Drogas Wave by Lupe Fiasco for the first time. On African Dream, it's a 10-minute song where he's just talking about black history. And I don't think I've seen any rapper do that, like, ever. Like, I know that some come close, but, like, this is, like, full-on history lesson. 
I really do think like everyone should be check out this album. I don't know if everyone's okay. into jazz rap. Okay. That's what I was gonna say. Y'all never described it with Miles Davis as the front end. I just didn't think you all did. those times y'all was talking about it. You say it's good, it's different, fresh. If you would have led with Miles Davis, that would have and drew me in because I'm trying to get more into my jazz bag anyway. Okay. So with okay, that, but being, he's not playing the saxophone. He's just talking cringily over what a beat. Oh, so, but oh is the beat kind of saxophony and instrumental or no? No. So what is it? Why are he using him? He samples Miles Davis a lot throughout the album, and it's more closely about him. Well, you know what? This is a, I, was, I was about to say. Okay, I'm listening to it. I just think like um, if you go into this album just wanting a good rap album, you're gonna get further what you wanted. Like um, you know, it may sound cringy to some, but like to me, I think Blue rap out rapped literally everyone this year. I don't think anyone even came close to him. I think this album is just. Just so smart and so well crafted. And Exile just did the production, well, insane production. So just that's it. Just in the blue. Sure. Will do. All right. Coming down to the number, my number one favorite album of 2020 is Leanne the Havis, self titled Leanne the Havis. Um. Wow, the females really did it for me this year. Just all of these singers in this top five are just sick to me. Liam the Hobbes is an artist that I've been following for a very long time. Put out multiple beautiful projects, mainly known for her voice. But this album, she really comes into her own. She is playing multiple instruments in this album. Her vocals are just sick. Um, you know when people... I guess when people get vinyl, not um, get record vinyl. players, and they like pick the the greats of the vinyls that they want to buy or whatever, this would be one of those albums for me. Her, her, uh, what am I to say? Her story and her um, her mission for this album is so clear. It's just so clear, so direct, so beautiful. Mm. Starts off with bittersweet, a beautiful sonic. Sonically pleasing out uh, song on the album, just great drives of vocal ability and um, uh, instrumentals in the background. She just takes you on a ride, a very beautiful ride on this album. Read my mind is another standout. Green papaya, paper thin. Kayla can tell you I play this album out terribly as well. Yeah, and, um, and I respect this album to the highest. Yeah. She's really giving talent. The talent jumped out here. She covered one of my favorite Radiohead songs of all time, Weird Fishes. Unbelievable. Put her own little spin on it. Please don't make me cry. I can't, like Brent said, it's hard to find the words to say how these songs make me feel. But it's very beautiful. I keep saying beautiful, but that's my experience. (laughs) Um, I just love her. I love her so much. She's so talented. And... She knows how to put together a project, and I feel like this being her self-titled album, it was so fitting for her because it felt like all of her past influences and all of her past experiences are kind of coming together to one to this project. Um, and I was very much so pleased, and that's why it's number one. Okay. I will say, as someone who has listened to the album, retweet, retweet, retweet. 
a lot of women were saying that this album just made them rediscover who they were, which is very fitting to like the millennial woman just coming out and becoming her own. And the music, I mean, the voice of it all. Yeah. Her yeah, voice is so clear, yet raspy at yeah. the same time and strong. She can give you a good vibrato, but sometimes she chooses not to. She's a yes. very trained, classically trained singer. She sounds great, purr. Yes. The instrumentals sound great, purr. I just didn't listen to it as much as I should have, but it's very like self care part two, Cleo Soul self care mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. It's a great, beautiful, raw and authentic album. Yeah, she's giving you the right choices. She makes great choices on this album, and oh my gosh, I have one more point. Um, her voice. No, oh, she's also gonna give you another genre bending experience. Mm-hmm. This isn't exactly. just no pure like R and B or whatever. Just put it on the album. She mm-hmm. is going to stay true to herself and just you can just tell this is a mixture, it's a mixing pot of things, i.e. the radio head cover. But during her like the later songs of the album, she's giving me a little bit more alternative vibes. So you're not gonna just see this as an R and B soul category and just it is what it is. It's something you can discover and a lot of jazz influences. Very much so beautiful. Beautiful. Paper thin kill wow. you every time. Yep. Speaking of beautiful, she's a shorty. Oh, she's very beautiful. Very relatable. Now. This is an album that I wanted to get into, and I got into, well, I didn't get into it, but I heard one song very, very late, and it was beautiful. Mm. And it was like last week I heard it, and I said, oh, wow, that's like high-class shit. That, oh, this Yokes girl, Leanne, I remember the name, Leanne LeHarvis, so I said, I got to listen to this, see if it maybe can sneak on my list or something, but then I never listened to it, never got the chance. But that's why I bang a table, because right when, what's her name, got number two, I knew Leanne was number one. Wow, so you weren't mad about the Grey You knew that? Hmm? You weren't mad about Grey? No, I was pissed about Grey. Oh. Because I knew it wasn't going to be Grey, it was going to be Leanne. Oh, you knew it was going to be Leanne, (laughs) okay. Because I'd be counting niggas on niggas' lists. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) How do you know, Brent? know what people like. Well, like. You don't be talking about Leanne that much. You talk about her about enough her. around me that I heard her name mm-hmm. and I knew she was going to be on your list somewhere. Okay. Yeah, so um, but yeah, so I'm going to put this, I'm going to add this to my list because I want to hear what she has. Okay. I love her hair too. My number one. Does anybody have a guess? Pop Smoke. Okay. No. I think you do this every year. <laughs> y'all care? Oh, no, 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 no. You're right, though. I don't want to take too long, but who really could it be? Well, you're really fucking got on my nerves when you said pops. Uh, I should bang you. Everybody who knows me knows. Oh, While no. I listened to Top Smoke, Pop Smoke and he was Pop in my Smoke. top five songs. <laughs> Wasn't he like your top listen artist on Spotify? Who was your top listen? I said he was one of my top five songs. Pop Smoke, I only listened to his second album, Meet the Woo 2. This is the third album, Posthumous. And everybody is on it, and it's the cruddy, trashy album. That's what I'm trying. No, I'm saying post after he I was died. I if it was named that. No, that'd be very. I don't listen to him. Posthumous, first of all. Oh, okay. Well, why you ain't help me out? I didn't know what you were talking about. I was like, what? Posthumous. <laughs> this is the new album that he they released when he died. Had some songs on there, but not the real drill bangers. Those were on 
the album from 2019. So no, it's not Pop Smoke. God, who the fuck is, I don't know. Okay, my number one is not as I think deep. I might have spoiled myself, so I won't speak. Jasmine Sullivan. It's Brent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't Whoa. know. God, you ain't even kidding. That's hilarious. I am. Yeah, fuck. Jasmine only dropped two songs. No, you weren't. It's Brent <laughs> Bias, Fuck the World. Oh. What'd you do, Liz? No, that's the one I spoiled myself. Oh, okay. that's sick. Thank you, good. Okay, now people may say it's sick because it's not super touching me in my spirit, ascending me to the spirit realm while I can lay peacefully among the heavens. Oh I didn't God. really have that. Shots me or Both of y'all. Because y'all are kind of laughing at my I'm not. I didn't laugh at Brent. I'm laughing at Kai. Okay. What do I do? Uh, so. I'm right. I guess this is what She didn't even put out an album, Kai. All right. She just got two songs. Devontae Hines produced the music on her album, Every Song. So now I'm very interested when oh, that comes out. Album? January 8th, yes. Oh, yeah. oh it's going to be an album? Yes. I thought it was just going to be a project EP, but I didn't know. Oh, well, I don't know that shit. But whatever it is, Devontae Hines did the music to it. should. Blood Orange, Devontae Hines did the music to it. I know. You I didn't know if you knew who Devontae was. Wait, did you know? I, I, I wasn't getting no like reactions. So I'm like, do y'all know who Devontae is? I, I processed it, and okay. then he said something else. Okay, I'm okay. What's your number one? Regalia. No, nobody's giving me a chance to give me any regalia. Okay, fine. Brent Fias. He's my top. Because, okay, when I started out in this world, I never really listened to Brent Fias. It will only be songs that be on playlists, you know, Spotify giving me a little bit of. It never was like I'm listening actively to Brent Fias. So then, you know, he drops his album and like we're all talking about it on the podcast. And I really wasn't trying to be listening to it. So I didn't after we talked about it on the podcast. I'm like, I ain't going to listen to that album. But then Ariel started playing it a little bit. I'm like, what is this? And she's like, Brent Fias. I know, I'm just been sucking her off. <laughs> so um, she, she was like, it's good. So I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to it. That, ever since then, I listened to that album multiple, multiple, multiple times. I really like the vibes it set, y'all. It's just like a really nostalgic High school, kicking it, like, hanging out kind of vibe for me. Um, and then, like, when it started to get popular on TikTok, it still didn't take away from the fact that some of these songs are rocking. Like, Rehab, um, Been Away, like, um, yeah. All of the, like, I can listen to this album start to end and then want more again. Um it's not super singy, singy songy. It's not super vocally. It's literally like you are picking very pleasing melodies and <laughs> harmonies and making it sound super cool. Um, and then like he even was able to put some positive songs in there. Like, um, I forgot which one is. Who can I love when they tell me I can't love myself? That song, it's kind of like, oh, who can, it's kind of corny. Song. But when he sing it, it's just like, oh, I love that. Who can I love, I love that when song. they tell me I can't love myself? I knew it. I knew he was going to say that. Then what about, let me know? What about, I've been around 
But I hope I make it out. <laughs> I'm not. I can't sing right now, but he just has really good melodies. I mean, harmonies and melodies. And the harmonies are just pleasing to me. It's just so pleasing. It takes me out of body, kind of. I just like those vibey kind of tracks. I've been really transitioning into alternative R&B vibes. Yeah, yeah. Almost uh, R&B, but almost electronica. And not saying that he's alternative R&B all the way, but he is a little bit. So, y'all, I'm sorry. This man was in my top five songs, in my top 10 songs of the year. I was scrolling through my top 100, multiple songs from this album. Stage for the queen. So, I have to give the fucking Wild Lake representer. Wild Lake, right? Long Reach. <clears throat> Long Reach. Oh, Long Reach really? Howard yeah. County Long representer. Yeah. Brent Fias. He gets my number one this year. From not knowing him to waiting for the next project. I'm salivating. Yeah. All right. And then he lied too and said another album was coming this year. This was he just did. the EP. The album was coming later. He said this year. He said later this year. I'm sure. He still got well, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just let J. Cole. They got 28 minutes. <laughs> well, congrats to all our people who made the list. All of our artists. It's a great job. Just quickly. Yes. Oh, I was ready for that. Sorry, it's okay. It no. Wrap it up. Um, I wasn't. Oh. I knew about honorable mentions. Well, here we go. It's time for honorable mentions. 